Hey, what's up, man? Oh, man, not much. Just uh, saw a lot of stuff lately. Been... Yeah, man, there's a ton of shit. There's a shitload of, sh- uh, shitload of shit. <laughs> there's a shitload of different shit coming out. There's a shitload of shit coming out, and there's a shitload of shit out, you know? It doesn't feel like a summer, but it's like, yeah, it's summer, you know? Yeah, movie-wise? And, yeah, just, I guess, content in general, like, you know, TV, like, the, the, the movies type shows like the bigger budget shows are back you know i don't know i'm just yeah it's it's a busy summer but i'm also like oh yeah it's it, i don't know maybe just living i no i know what you're world. saying you know, well yeah i think it's uh i think the world is terrible number one yeah. uh also i feel like it's um it's like weird releases like there's been a couple there was like there's been like big movies and then a couple of weeks where there was like nothing or like not necessarily nothing, but it's like, eh, I'm not going to rush out to see Ethan Hawke. I, I, I haven't answered the black phone yet, you know? Yeah. The, it's the only way I will talk about that movie. You could have, you, you could hear me pivot as I started to, about, as I was bringing it up. But um, I do want to see that. But I also hear there's some rough, like, child abuse stuff in there. So mm. I'm not in any rush right now. I'll probably see it later this week. But um yeah, man. Uh, no, it's weird because also, also just just for the listeners, we're doing an audio only uh, version of this, and I'm already feeling it feels weird. But <laughs> it is. It's like I'm just like staring at my, I guess IMDb page and uh, the ticker, like the the waveform just going by. Yeah, I'm just like looking out the window right now because I just moved, and now I have a big window again right in front of my. Uh... A desk as it's set up, and I realized I put the monitor in an in in an in an in intuitive. That's a odd comf. <laughs> it's it's not the best spot. I realized like once we set up, I was like, "Yep, I got to flip flip which which side this is on." But um, yeah, I'm just like staring out the window right now. But I no, I, I think you're right. I feel like there was like a huge flood of content, and then it was like a couple weeks where it was like black phone. It grew, grew, had to rise. Grew rose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, where were you when you, uh, <laughs> where were that? you when grew rised? Uh, rose. Yeah. Um, did, uh, did I send My you fi- the, <laughs> I, send I you think the... we're about to talk about the same meme, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> the De Niro meme? Yes. <laughs> I go- that's a meme that I Googled like a couple days after I saw it because I couldn't stop thinking about it. It's- <laughs> I-, I think about it a couple times a day. Honestly, yeah. You're laughing and Gru is about to rise. Gru is rising and you're laughing? You think it's funny? <laughs> I-, I do and I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, not not since um, that Vince McMahon meme that just describes the plot of uh, the Last Duel have I really clicked with a with a movie meme. <sighs> Oops! Whoa, Cooper liked it. It's too. all right, Coop. Cooper. Sorry about that. Digs. Just move, and there's a bunch of fireworks or something going Aww. off outside. So hey, it's okay, buddy. Do you want to go under the desk? Or do you want to come on? Do you want to go under the desk? You like it down there? It's okay. I was gonna bring that up to you where uh, if he barks because they don't have a ton of like rugs or furniture or anything, the sound might be a little, a little cavernous. It's all right. 
Um, <laughs> the speaking of memes, there was another good meme of uh, it was like a, an action figure meme of like a guy. It was like your neighbor who lights off fireworks on July seventh at eleven p.m. <laughs> yep. <laughs> was this like red breedful things or whatever kind of does that kind of stuff i love that yeah, yeah. i think it was worst by it might have been worse by worst by it's it, one of those two both of those are really really fucking good all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i think grew grew's about to rise grew is rising you know? <laughs> I, I truly can't stop thinking about it um but yeah i feel like it was like a huge amount of fucking content and now it's like yeah i guess i'll i guess i'll make time to go see thor you yeah, know? yeah. I, I, I mean, if you, if you do, good. If not, also, well, you know, that's fine. Oh, is that your okay? Interesting. I, no, you saw, I do actually. No, I, I do want you to watch it because I do, I do want to okay. talk about it. I think yeah. there's, I think there's content there. Interesting, because I'm seeing lukewarm to like hyper defensive takes on it online. And uh, God, and the Mar- Marvel weird meme culture that uh, uh, like inst- my Instagram like suggestions always are are like I can't I just can't where it's yeah. a, it's everything's like really prideful where it's just like it's like yeah you know what hey show of hands who also thought that Thor Love and Thunder was actually pretty good and I'm like get, get the fuck out of here <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah it's yeah. it is it's like uh, who cares like it. I I won't say I'll I try won't okay. I, I'll try not to say too much but um, that's fine. I, it's... I'm going in. Oh shit! That reminds me. My friend and I were just. Uh, oh ooh, boy. Um. Oh shit! We were literally just buying um, tickets. I'm gonna have to buy my ticket right now because we're oh. doing it as Andrew's live react. Andrew buys Thor Love and Thunder tickets. Let's find out. What's up, gang? He said he saw it was only for a special price of like thirteen bucks or something like that. So I definitely want to jump on this. Now, um, are we going to sit next to each other? <laughs> That's the question. Because he didn't know how to share. Oh it. man. Um, speaking of uh, theaters and getting seats, uh, movie news. My local theater is putting in an IMAX uh, theater, which is pretty dope. Um, oh fuck yeah! So like, I, I mean, it's probably not going to be like true IMAX. It's you know whatever, but. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then they're also putting a laser projector in uh, another theater. Ooh, so it's gonna be like Gemini Man ready, as I like to say. <laughs> I would assume so. I mean, I so I got. I don't know if I did. I talk about this on the last pod. I don't know if I knew about it yet. But apparently, AMC is doing like half of their screens are getting new projectors that are brighter and also use less energy. Um, so that's okay. like a nice positive to that. Um, because apparently they were just like projecting everything at half brightness to pro- prolong the bulb life of all these projectors. So like everything's been super dark lately. Um, I've been noticing at these theaters, yeah. but um, that's also like a, the movies themselves are dark. But um, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, no, just to keep keep updating that kind of stuff to make it look nice. Um, because, yeah, I think the IMAX in King of Prussia, just I, they upgraded to, like, the laser projector, too. And, like, Top, Tommy Top Gun looked sharp as hell. And we're going to go see this Thor in IMAX. But that's just because they shot it and conceived it for IMAX. So I'm like, yeah, you know, it'll probably at least look neat. But. Yeah, I mean, they shoot, I think, everything on the large format now Ed, for Marvel, right? That, that's probably the standard. Yeah, I think since 
Civil War was the test for the airport fight, and then yeah, Endgame uh, and Infinity War were definitely shot on it. And then yeah. everything else, I don't know. They at least do probably like a faux IMAX where they're they, they always do that ad where it's like, look how much screen you're getting, and it's like, it's just more headroom. Yeah, it's just more. <laughs> No, I all right. I was I was I rewatched Infinity War and Endgame recently, I guess, to kind of get myself prepped for Thor. Um, And the IMAX enhanced is like fucking bullshit. I'm sorry, like Mm. I I it's great for the action sequences, but like when they're just like sitting around talking, it's atrocious. It's like I'm like this is not this is just headroom and it's like you could tell yeah. they're just like lazy it's like lazy framing and they're like all right we'll just you know crop it in anyway you know um so like it, it wasn't shot with the intention of being presented like this so it's yeah. like why are you you're making people look worse i don't i don't get that like i don't know at least snyder with like uh justice league was like they they probably could fill the frame more with cgi because they were doing it with the intention after the fact but i don't know yeah no, that's weird it's just like, it was like a weird thing i noticed when i rewatched it i was like the like paul rudd talking to everybody while eating a fucking pb and j i'm like this is this doesn't need to be <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be in 40x i want to i want to smell that pb and j from from mr rudd <laughs> See. Yeah. All right. I am. Yeah, I'm just pulling the trigger on this bad boy. All right. Let's go. Go ahead and complete this purchase. Oh, that's a big convenience fee. Fuck you. Uh, Fuck you. Two two dollars sixty cents for so a convenience fee. I had to buy my own tickets. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. Well, that's for Tuesday at seven p.m. Baby. Hell Gonna get yeah. the love. Gonna get the thunder. I'm going to use some free credits to get some shit uh, while I'm there because I have so many regal points. Okay, uh, maximum focus. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, No, I, I know what you're saying. And I think, I, well, IMAX like that, I feel like, yeah, it is definitely just more headroom. I'm just trying, for some reason, I'm trying to, like, defend it where I'm like, maybe, in, you know, on, on the actual screen when you really can see those actors' faces. I, who knows? <laughs> you know, like, What's the thing, anything? though? It's like when it's digitally shot, it's not like the... Like, they just shot the whole movie like that, you know? So it's, like, not, like, the quality is bad. Like, when the film, the film IMAX, like, is a significant jump in quality from 35 yeah. mil. Um, yeah. So it's, like, oh, shit. Like, this is dope. But, uh, yeah, when it's, like, the digital and it's just the, an aspect ratio thing, it's, like, all right, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Well, cause, like, it is what it is, but because yeah. it's like some directors do it like with intention like dune i think mm-hmm. denis Villeneuve did it with like intention and yeah i don't know there's you, there's like artful ways to do it and i don't know it's just in, a weird it's a weird marketing thing that they're doing now and i'm like now they're just not even releasing blu-rays with it so i'm like what what is this like what is this becoming yeah um it's it's weird it's almost like the three it's it's like what 3d uh, was always kind of supposed to be in a lot of ways. Because um, sometimes, every once in a while, like, everything everywhere got put in IMAX for, like, a week or a weekend mm. or something. And I, I wanted to catch it, but I was also just like, what is that? Like, it wasn't shot in this. Like, how would that work yeah. necessarily? And it's one of those things where I'm like, if it's just bigger and louder, that's also... I'm also fine with that, but... I, yeah. I do love IMAX, though. IMAX fucking rules. <laughs> just, like... 
It yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the sound is worth it alone. Like I always tell people yeah. that it's like even if like you're not seeing a true IMAX aspect ratio, which there aren't that many screens that are. Uh, yeah, it's like all right, yeah, like the sound is so much. It's like infinitely better. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's it's why more immersive. Yeah, that's why like Jurassic World and IMAX 3D was like a fucking blast because I think I don't even know if they filmed that for IMAX and everything, but. I, I had a blast with it. That movie was bad, but I had so much fun. <laughs> that was a fun time. I remember having fun with it in theaters. I I think I was sold on it when like there was like a Ben and Jerry's and and like all that shit there. I was like, okay, like this is a good, like not that cynical product placement. I'm like, all right. I, oh, I, what in I, the in the first one? In the first one? Yeah, the first Jurassic World. Oh yeah. Oh, I was talking about the new one. Um, oh, the new the, one. The, all right. All right. Yeah, well, because the the first one was the first one in theaters honestly was a blast because that made I don't know if you remember that made so much that I think broke the opening weekend box office record, yeah, which was fucking insane. Like I it it was it was a packed theater. Everybody lost their mind during the big fight at the end. I was like, oh fuck this thing. This was a fun ass movie. But then rewatching it, it's like there's like three parts that are like hold up there's a whole like raptor sequence that like is the poster where chris pratt rides a motorcycle with raptors and every time that part comes up i'm always like oh yeah this is in this movie and then my brain just like shuts off and it's just like nothing but anyway um i could talk about jurassic movies for a long time uh (laughs) I I'm curious how the rest of this summer is gonna go movie wise. I feel like there's a couple gems. I'm I'm hoping for Bullet Train to kind of weirdly be the uh, the standout from the summer. It could be. It has the potential to be a really fun action movie. I mean, it looks it's the, great. It's the dude that did Deadpool too, and he's like a stunt guy, right? Yeah, he's one of the two. He's from one of the two guys that brought you um, John Wick. I was trying to okay. do it like I was trying to do it like epic movie. From one of the two guys that brought you John Wick. (laughs) From two of the six guys that brought you Scary Movie. From the Wayne's Brothers friend. (laughs) Who wrote some of the worst jokes in Scary Movie that held up the worst? (laughs) The parts where when you rewatch it ten years later, you're like, oh boy. They're probably the guys who went on to make Date Movie. (laughs) It's probably how it worked. (laughs) Like, truly. Yeah. I, yes, yeah, I think that is. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I. What else is coming out? Um, in terms of TV, Shadows comes out tomorrow. Very excited for that. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. Re- oh fuck! Yeah, no. God damn. Oh man, I'm like playing catch up on certain stuff right now. I've, you know what I? So I moved. Like I said, I moved. I watched seven episodes of The Umbrella Academy season three tonight, and it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't usually care for that show, and it's been kind of nice background noise, but this season I'm like, it's kind of, all right, this is working for me, but now yeah. another show is starting up. Son of a bitch. I like, have to watch like Barry, and mm. Saul is wrapping up, and I never caught up with that. <laughs> yeah, I never started Saul. I got to I gotta do that. Yeah, I watched the first season. It was really good, and now I'm going to, I think I'm going to take my time with it, because it's wrapping up next, and I'm like, it like starting like Sunday, and I'm like, I, I will not. I will. I. I, I want to at least like enjoy it, you know. But yeah, I did not realize Shadows starts tomorrow. Son of a bitch, this show's so good. It is. We're rewatching it right now. We're on season two. It's so good. <laughs> it's great. Oh 
fuck. Um, I just like can't wait to see. I, I'm always excited to see like what they're gonna bring into this show. Like the the like world building and like the, yeah. the mythos of it is so fun and interesting, and they always have like a new thing to bring in. Yeah, and, and like the stuff that how everything kind of counts. Like um, pun sort of intended. Uh, I really want. <laughs> I, th- I think we've talked about this before, but I want them to do just a one-off episode of the Baron. Because it's like the Baron, that weird devil dog thing, and like, so, and there's like another character that live on that farm now. Like they like primed themselves for a spinoff, and I really want to. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to do a whole episode out there. That that's been like my my big thing, where it's just like, what's going on out there? Like that's it's just a bunch of fucking Guillermo del Toro ghouls. Like yeah, yeah. It's like half of the Baron, right? Like he doesn't have like his lower half. Yep, her weird fucking gargoyle creature. Like it, it's great. I forget who the other person is that that's out there because it's like three of them. Is I it Mark remember. Hamill? No, <laughs> I don't think he's Jackie in it. He... Daytona, <laughs> regular human bartender. I that was basically my D and D character. I'm just a regular guy. Like I, I fucking love Jackie Daytona. Um. Yeah, my, my Jerry Seinfeld D&D character was just like, I'm a normal human. It was the giant voice. It was, I'm just a regular guy, you know? And he was like seven feet tall, had like silver skin and like purple eyes or some shit. <laughs> He's like a cosmic being. Love it. That never, that's never old for me. That's one of those, oh God, that's one of those things. Um, God damn. Yeah, Miss Marvel wraps up and like She-Hulk starts at some point. What other shows are, I don't know yeah um i don't it's tv wise i'm not too sure but i feel like isn't there like another marvel thing coming out i don't but, um she hulk yeah i don't think there's anything in between because miss marvel's wrapping up and i'm going to start that realistically next because it finishes wednesday i think because that was like i think it's the last episode then and by all accounts it's like the best thing that they've put out and i'm like yeah i do want to watch this i'm just gonna binge it just because i'm a little i'm a little marvel tv'd out post obi-wan and all that but yeah yeah oh nope nope it is coming out that looks good that looks so fucking good and jordan peele i saw just did some interview where he's like it's about like human beings like uh, attraction to spectacle and he Mm -hmm. tried while also trying to be a spectacle movie and i'm like okay okay uh it looks like he's succeeding because the trailers just look cool shit that we're going back to the IMAX thing. That is a movie that was conceived for IMAX and like yes. shot on IMAX. Where I'm like, no, this is with intention. Now that he's talking about that, but yes, it, I think they made yeah. new cameras for it. Like it's shot on film too. Like it's, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm definitely seeing this in IMAX. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I've been talking my one uh, my, one of my buddies down in because now I'm in Philly again. Uh, he's like really into horror and stuff, and I'm I'm gonna. Once tickets are available, I'm going to probably hit them up and be like, can we get these on the books, like, opening night? Because I think this is going to fucking rule. Um, but you know what movie I'm seeing on Saturday, which I keep forgetting about? What's that? Have you heard of RRR? Yes. So the Philly Film Society is doing a screening, and a friend of mine posted on his Instagram the other day. Oh, it's his birthday. I got to shoot, shoot him a message. Uh, but anyway. Posted on his Instagram the other day being like, hey, I'm, I, like, I'm trying to see this, this date, if anybody wants to go. And I was just like, I'm – I don't even think he said if anybody wants to go. I was like, buddy, I'm inviting myself to this because I, I know it's on like <laughs> Netflix or whatever. 
but I, I want to fucking see this in the theater. I I don't know anything about it. I hear it's buck wild and awesome. Like if everybody who's seen it is just like this thing fucking rules. It's like a three hour long, like Hindi movie. I think like I don't fucking know. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard it's just like indescribable and like you ha- it's kind of like everything everywhere where you just like kind of need to go see it to get the experience. I guess and, like in in that regard, not I don't know if it's anything like that in any other sense, but yeah. Um, just kind of like you gotta you gotta experience it um yeah, yeah i it's playing out here so i if i mean hey if you go see it i'll, I'll fucking go see it we'll talk about it dude yeah i it, yeah yeah no i i have a feeling i'm gonna fucking lose my mind i think there's the only thing is i've heard is like maybe there's a tiger fight and maybe a fight where someone has to fight like ten thousand men and both of those though <laughs> i hear and i don't know what the larger plot is and also i i, I don't understand how both, either of those things are really pulled off like visually or just just period like <laughs> oh fuck um but yeah uh yeah i don't know it's it's a weird movie summer but i think there's because we're also getting the last of the um delayed projects yeah that's true elvis is one i think yeah, Gru was a big one, like, genuinely. I remember seeing the Minion serial, like, pre-pandemic, because it was supposed to come out. Oh, like, shit. It was supposed to come out that first 2020, and they delayed that, because they were like, we're going to make a fuck ton of money off of this, regardless. And Because that movie is one of the ones that feels like it's been coming out for, like, years, and no one's... That... Yeah, was there another prequel that they did? Like, a Minion-specifically movie? This is the Minions 2 for my... So I've only seen Despicable Me 1 and then plenty of Minions porn. But the I've only seen <laughs> Despicable Me 1 and then it's like 1, 2, 3. And then the Minions is the prequel and then this is the sequel to the prequel. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's like Star Wars. They're doing a, they're doing a pre- prequel trilogy. <laughs> a prequel trilogy. <laughs> Oh shit! And it is the story of like an evil being, like. <laughs> so this is like the attack of the. Well, because now it's like it makes that meme even funnier because it's shit. like they. This has been like a genuine buildup for, and a lot of these. Ki- they said that like, oh, there, there's like record numbers of 13 to 17 year olds seeing this or something like that, and it's yeah. like, well, I guess that tracks because they were like 11 when this movie was supposed to come out, and then also. Yeah. Like they grew up on these movies, like they've there's yeah. been nothing but Despicable Me besides, you know, Disney. I guess for these kids when they were growing up. So, yeah. What is the? There wasn't really, maybe like Hotel Transylvania. Like I don't know. Like yeah, if you're not on Disney's board, like all you know, it's like the Shreks were kind of done. Um, right. That's a very interesting point because like by the time How to Train Your Dragon wrapped up, that first one was like. 2010 you would have the kids would have been like born you know what i mean like they they wouldn't have oh very interesting i know isn't it crazy to think about that as like a timeline you're like that's not what like (laughs) yeah i was in high school it's fucked up yeah no that's fucking crazy how training dragon's so goddamn good by the way but uh yeah that the seek was it the third one that underground the underworld whatever sequence is like stunning yeah, yeah, it's like, good. They're, I was like, wow, they're good fucking movies. They're all three. I have them in my uh, digital library. I also, you know what else? Great fucking score. The theme to those movies yeah. is so good. And sometimes when I'm riding my bike, it pops into my head as I'm like going downhill, and I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> who who does the score to that? It, um, the Hidden World. That's the one. That's the last like one. James How is it Howard? It's not. It's, my, I don't think it's Howard Shore. I might be confusing. De- like Roger um, Deakins. Like Roger Deakins this. was the visual consultant. Yes. Yes, to figure out how to better create the digital camera, I believe, because I remember that reading about it. That is awesome. Yep, which is why I'm like, whoever did the score, I think it's, I want to say it's like James Newton Howard, who I think did Avatar. Yeah, let me, I mean, that, could that be wrong. makes sense. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I saw Christopher Mintz Plass, uh, a.k.a. McLovin, at uh, the Flea Foxes concert this past weekend um, in line for beer. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was like gonna buy him one, but I was like, ah, he's not twenty five. So uh, yeah, <laughs> me and Chris, I was with Chris Kelly, friend of the show, uh, friend yeah. of the pod, and uh, hell yeah, we were, I was like, uh, I would just kept making jokes. I was like, I'll buy you a beer, McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I just <laughs> I just kind of like you know gave like a nod, like hey, I didn't, I didn't like say anything to him, but I just I saw he was in the cast list of How to Train Your Dragon. I was like, oh yeah, I saw him at the. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking amazing. That's so good. Does he still look like McLovin? What was the last? Yes, the last I immediately clocked him. I was like, oh, like I, it's McLovin. Like, I, I, I mean, he looks like he does in like now. Like, he looks different than he does in Superbad because he's only like seventeen when they made that movie. Yeah, uh, but he's like, like grown into his features a lot more. Yeah, like he looks like he doesn't kick ass. Right, that makes you sense. Know? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, like immediately clocked it. I was like, yeah, it's McLovin. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, classic McLovin. Oh, I'm trying to find who did the score of this movie now. It's a great score. I'm just going to keep it. saying that. Um, God damn it. God damn I'm, it. Almost, I'm almost positive it's James Newton Howard. All right, I'm on the IMDb. Uh, who scored Dragon is what I'm just going to type in. <laughs> who scored score? Dragon? Dragon. And if this comes up faster, then you can find it. And I, who scored Dragon? No, that's about Dragon Ball Z. Who wrote the score for How to Train John Dragon? John Powell. John Powell. Okay. Damn, we found it right at the same time. What else did Powell do? Solo. Mm-hmm. Born Identity. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Kung Fu Panda. Hey, dude, the Kung Fu Panda scores are really good. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, Hans Zimmer comes in, and ha- Kung Fu Panda Two. Just to talk about. I don't get that many opportunities to really dive into Kung Fu Panda. But in the second one, uh, there's a fight in the beginning where Lord Shen sends Danny McBride's wolf character, who he later kills his own general in cold blood. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2 rules. Uh, they have to. They're going into the the towns of all of China to take metal to build their uh, weapons of war that can defeat Kung Fu. Uh, which is the driving of the plot, and they start stealing all the the people's instruments. And there's an awesome fight scene where, like, they're using the instruments to, like hit people, and they're like bouncing off of them and stuff. And the music is timed into how everyone's kind of like getting hit and stuff. And boy, oh boy, it fucking rules! It fucking rules. I that's, love. I that's love great. Yeah. That's some baby <laughs> driver shit. Um, what a great reaction to that. That's um, great. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, really great. <laughs> well, no, because I stumbled on something even better in Go his on. filmography. He did uh, the music to Face Off. Um, <sighs> he's very versatile. He did that, and then he did Shrek. Oh, wow. Which is like, Shrek that, scores. 
sticks up like I'm right in my head like recall yeah. that right away the music in Shrek 1 is like Shrek 1 is like a a good movie and a lot of the people involved I feel like do the directors Andrew Adamson and I don't remember I don't know the last thing he did but like four movies he did he kickstarted great franchises that immediately fell apart once he left he did Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 and then he did Chronicles of Narnia 1 and Chronicles of Narnia 2, which I would say all four are great fucking movies. And that dude's in, like, director's jail. And I'm like, what happened? Why is he, like, give him something else to do. I don't, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm looking at fucking John Powell's filmography still. Uh, he did the, the score to Evolution and oh, shit. Rat rat race which again those movies formative movies in my child like he's he like scored a lot of my favorite comedies growing up Drumline, oh, dude oh shit that's um, a music movie italian too. job that's a good ass movie the italian job's a good that's like a perfect fx movie it is it yeah. is f gary gray dude oh yeah mm-hmm. he's good yeah. he's good he did rio um, uh, Mr. 3000. <laughs> That's like one of my fam- favorite Family Guy jokes. Uh, I was get. about to say, I was like, yeah. You want to nah, see, nah. see Mr. 3000? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty. All right, I should say Mr. 3000 facing up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a dumb bit. I love it. Um, oh, no, I remember. I was just about to reference that same Family Guy bit. That's whatever I think of that. Like, Oh, the amount of dumb shit that is in our heads. Uh, he did the Adventures of Pluto Nash, a formative movie for you. <laughs> uh, never saw that. Um, Jumper, Hayden Christensen. And then he kind of got into the animation. Um, yeah, hey, it's a lot, good. Well, a lot I mean, he did do Ants, so it goes. It goes back. He was in DreamWorks Pocket for oh, a while. Yeah. His yeah. first movie score though was Face Off. Holy shit. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking wild. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna do this crazy fucking John Woo film. Yeah. God the, damn. The first act is like most movies' third act. It's great. It's so. <laughs> I rewatched it like two weeks ago. It's so good. I, I, I think we talked about because I had watched that around the time when I finally saw Tenant, uh, and I, I like, I still just. Whenever I think about Tenet, I'm just like, I don't know if like this does anything better than Face Off in the end. Because, like, <laughs> they do, they, they weirdly do a lot of similar like stunts. A lot of the reasons why I like Tenet, I'm like, I go to Facebook Face Off and like, Face Off doesn't make a whole fucking thing about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I, I guess because that's because like that's how movies were made. But I don't know, like. Every, I mean, every movie that does anything in camera now, it's like, all right, everyone pat yeah. me on the back, you know. And I mean, yeah. I, it's commendable. I mean, it, it is. It could be done, you know, the other way. And like, I, I think, I think it's becoming more and more apparent now. Like, what is yeah. more like based on like the reactions between like Maverick and Ragnarok, or not Ragnarok, um, Love and Love Thunder. And Thunder. Um, yeah, the, the volume shit. I think everyone. It, it, there, it, there's an there's something wrong there. Mandalorian somehow gets it right, but like every other production, 
it's just, it's just how it's ap- applied. It's just it's it's yeah. all application and vision. It's like it has nothing to do with the technology itself being bad. It's just like it's the same thing with CGI. It's like it's not the CGI. Huh. It's like the, most of the time it's the cinematography and the lighting that's bad. Like yeah, that's really the problem with these movies. It's not the CGI. These guys are busting their ass like making things look really fucking good. And it's like yeah. all right, it's locked off five shot of all these characters in one frame and like even ass lighting it's terrible it's like there's just it's it's, yeah. it's like there's not really a choice that's been made because they're gonna have to do it in post so you can't conceive like you, you it, yes they, and they talk about this a lot you don't get the natural little weird quirks and stuff that you would otherwise get from like actual props and costumes and all that kind of shit um yeah it's it like has to be a locked off shot he did. Oh, dude, he did the road to El Dorado too with Felton John. Didn't they do that song? <laughs> Welcome back to the Pal Pod. Uh, Pal Pod. We gotta. We gotta do a fucking separate X Men: The Last Stand. Andrew. Oh my! Wait, did he actually do the Last Stand? Yes. Okay, so the Last Stand's music goes fucking hard for no reason. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> Because the last stand, like a lot of things, like, okay, all right, I'm going to talk specifically about, you know, the one that wasn't made by, oh, wait, no, it was Brett Ratner. He's still, he's also a bad, bad man. X-Men hasn't done great. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. What what have you, what have you done, Matthew Vaughn? (laughs) Probably something. I think there's been rumors about Matthew Vaughn. Um, Anyway... Uh, which I feel like explains the Kingsman movies just falling off the floor. It explains a lot of his movies, I think. Yeah, yeah. And also, he was like, they were like trying to give him Superman. He was like, let me just do the Golden Circle real quick. And then, <laughs> fuck up. They're like, eh, no, how about that? No, 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 we're good. Um, yeah, but X-Men 3's music is like weirdly good. And I, I sometimes like, I can't think of how the music goes right now but there are some it's like really big emotional swells that are like working overtime but i I do think it is actually very nice because it's different than the previous two movies themes and stuff um yeah i do that is one thing i always liked about that movie god damn john pal (laughs) yeah 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 man we're like 40 minutes in we haven't even cracked or alluded to the two things that we were going to talk about we're, we're really we're blank talking... checking it right now i'm uh yeah, yeah welcome to the pod this is sean and andrew talking uh, about movies and sometimes other stuff the podcast that's almost as long-winded as our title um, hey. i've been t- i've been trying to work on like an intro for the pod i think that might be it um yeah i think that's good because then we yeah. can always do something fun like uh wait so welcome to sean and andrew talk about movies and sometimes other stuff uh, where sometimes we're as long-winded as, and then we can say like, um, um, <laughs> like something else that's long-winded. <laughs> uh, Peter uh, Jackson at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, we can do something stupid like that. Uh, yeah. One last Palapod uh, thing. Uh, he mm-hmm. did the score to which uh, Olivia Wilde's new movie, which is coming out soon, which looks pretty good. The trailer was cool. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, the sci-fi one? Yeah. Or maybe sci-fi one? Don't worry, darling. Um, <clears throat> looks oh, pretty sweet. good. Uh, it's like it, like an like kind of dystopian kind of vibe going on. like Suburban kind of sci-fi yeah. thriller. Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love a good... Uh, anything 
that really leans into the darkness of like the suburbs or like sitcom kind of feels or like that mm. 1950s kind of feel I do kind of have a, a sweet spot for. Uh, this is mildly tangentially related. But like well, like WandaVision is a good example of that. Uh, I've recently rewatched uh, the episode Old Lady House of Always Sunny and it che- <laughs> that, that one really checks a lot of boxes I think for that at least for the sitcom stuff. But <laughs> I, pretty- I love I just love when they dissect comedy and sitcoms and sunny it's it's always good it's 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 the best it's so good <laughs> see it's pretty dark but if i let me see if I, let me see what i can do and let me add this laugh track <laughs> i'm gonna hit uh, you with this works. hammer it's like oh yeah no, it's great oh she's terrible terrible <laughs> cut her out of the show she's <laughs> trying to do slapstick oh fuck god but, oh man Maybe a dirt bag should come in and just try and bang Mrs. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> a neighborhood dirt bag. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uncle Jack comes by like looking for hard drives. He's like, yeah, I accidentally left that hard drive <laughs> under your floorboards upstairs. But if I get it. <laughs> he doesn't have his hands on at one point. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't look at my hands. Nobody look. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck him off, Sonny. Oh, boy. Um, should we pivot now into uh, into, into our thing? I, I, t- I titled the... Um, I mean, you'll see this eventually, but I do feel like this is uh, worth worth noting. I, I, I titled my um, recording Stranger Boys Volume 34. All right. Uh, uh, so, I'm glad so you, you did will... that because I also titled mine Stranger Boys. So I think... Hey. Uh... <laughs> I wanted to do a volume 34 so you have that on your computer. And so if Gail sees it, she's like, Sean, what is Stranger Boys volume 34? Can we watch this together? It's uh, it's the sequel to Stranger Boys volume 33. Uh, mm-hmm. It got kind of weird after 32, I thought, personally. Um, 34 is all but, right. Uh, that's funny that we both call the Stranger Boys. I think we're going to have to call this title Stranger Trying the whole episode Stranger Boys now and I think that's good confusing idea. for everybody. Oh, people will get it. People people will get it. They'll get it. Right, Coop? Cooper's saying they'll get it. Alright. Um uh, what do you want what do what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to do stranger things? Yeah, let's do that. Let's that wrapped up sooner, yeah. Yeah, let's go right into that. Yeah. Hi Coop's just shaking my hand right now. He's very good buddy. Do you want to talk about Stranger Things? <laughs> Did you watch it at all? A little bit? Good boy. Um, Sean, what did you think about Stranger Things 4? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be my second favorite season behind season one. I think it's probably their best work, personally. I don't know. I I thought it was a, some of it was like a little on the nose, but that's kind of how a lot of that the show goes um yeah like with their references um that being said i watched some bts or like an interview with them with the duffer brothers today and they said that uh spoilers i guess uh robert yeah. england uh came to them about being in this so i was like oh okay like i i thought that that was like a really on the nose casting choice but then i was like oh that's like all right i would take any opportunity to like put him in this if he wanted to be in it like he sent them a tape um so i was like oh okay like i I would (laughs) cannot 
uh, give them shit for that um, at all. And in fact, oh, no. I think they used him really well in that sense. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Especially, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, continue. Continue. I, I, I agree with everything um, so far. <clears throat> I but like yeah going like throughout the season I was kind of like yeah it's it, you know it's it it kind of I I don't know if it necessarily like meanders but I'm kind of like I don't know if like we need all of this but I also don't hate any of this you know it's like I, yes. I like I want like I I can like live with these characters forever like in a weird way like not forever forever but like I it's it's gotta end soon but i'm also like yeah yeah this is all i'm all good it's all good yeah um i completely agree with all that i think this was probably overall my favorite season Um, oh yeah i think so because it was going back to what you were saying with the 80s references i would say this is the one that feels like it stands on its own the most everything feels more like a tip of the hat um and after watching so this one, I mean, this season is like a nightmare. It's an 80s horror um, season, right? Like, yeah, it owes a lot to Nightmare on Elm Street. And I watched all of those this past Halloween, right? Um, the This specific, I, I think that it's Stranger Things 4 and calling it Stranger Things 4. It feels like the fourth sequel of like a fucking 80s movie where it's like they kind of know the formula. All the characters are pretty comfortable in their skin. And then they're like, you know, okay, we can kind of do something weird, a little different. We we can try some new things a little bit here, Um, which if you watch a nightmare on Elm Street's uh, number four fucking slaps way harder than it should like completely. Uh, It's a Rennie Harlan directed movie. It just visually it's crazy. It's very good. And I kept thinking about that throughout. Um, But I think I agree that even though it was super long, and I feel like we always say this about stuff that's really long. We're like, yeah, it was really long. I don't know what to cut. Uh, That that still stands for this, where I'm like, it is super long, and at times that was annoying. But on the other hand, I'm like, I the strength of the show and the thing that a lot of people detract from it or or, or blow it off a lot is like, oh, it's just 80s references. This season didn't feel like that. This season was just like, I like all these characters. Once I started it and watched the first episode, I was like, I just fucking like all these people. We talked about it before where I was like, I can't wait to see if they're going to team up and all this. I think the the biggest, the, the, the editing is great. They fucking, the yes. transitions, each transition from plot line to plot line blew me away. Like, they keep doing it. And I was always just like, oh, whoa. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it'll be like, slam a trunk, and then you see, like, a trunk of a different car drive away, and then we're in a new scene, and I'm like, oh, whoa. Like, <laughs> Yeah, was... they did a lot of cool, like, the the one that stuck out to me, I think it was the last episode of the first part of the season, when they, they're, like, the, they get the bikes, and they're, like, gearing up, and, like, it flips underneath the ground to, like, them on, on the upside down and on, on the bikes yes. as well. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. I they... love this. The the uh, similar shot when Steve gets pulled into the upside down really fucking blew my mind. Yes, um, that was really good. It was really scary, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like the stakes got like high. Um, it's uh, really visceral. I kind of remember. Oh, it really was because I was like, "Oh shit, is Steve gonna." Fu-? This season really puts a lot of the characters through the ringer too. Eventually, um, yeah. But visually, I think a lot of the stuff just like works. I love the visual language of the upside down. Just the color scheme and everything just looks fucking cool. And they really lean into it uh, with with Eddie's big moment near the end. But um, 
I think the biggest, I think the weakest link to to give it anything really negative, because I don't have a lot of criticism, honestly, was, uh, you know, because overall I think I just, like, enjoyed it. But I think um, Hopper's storyline was the one that felt the most, like, it kept being like, yeah, he's going to have to fight this Demogorgon. And then it was, like, four episodes later where I was like, oh, he's finally going to do it. But then when they let that thing out, I was just like, oh, shit. Ah, like... <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 I guess it was, they kind of needed to just, like, fill some runtime, you know? Like, but that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm not mad about it. Like, I love Enzo. I love this guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jack and Hagar? Jack and Hagar? Uh, when I, in the, when I, <laughs> fuck you, Cooper. Fuck you. I'm talking about Jack and Hagar. Um, when, yeah, when I finally looked up who that guy was in the IMDb, like in IMDb at the end, because I kept being like, "Who is this guy? He's great." And then it was Jack and Hagar, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Remember Game of Thrones? Remember Thrones, dude? Um, yeah, yeah. It uh, he was great. That's what I mean. I'm like, I all the new additions. I'm like, yep, all these people are great. Eddie fucking rules. Um, Eddie ruled. Um, uh, Argyle initially started really annoying but boy oh boy did he win me over by the end where i was like yeah he's so stupid yeah, but he yeah he he was kind of one note and i was like yeah you're right i was like i think they could do better with him and then i think when he meets what's her bucket when they go to her house the house like the christian house oh the weird christian house was such uh, a weird Eden, aside Eden. <laughs> Yeah, when he meets Eden. I was like, all right, I like this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like he's just in a completely different mo- like eighties movie. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. I he also felt like he was set up to be like a later Nightmare on Elm Street kill, where it's like he's gonna be like, oh no, I I, I ate too much bong, and now I'm like, oh no, Freddy Krueger's gonna tell me I shouldn't smoke weed, and he's gonna kill me with a bong while also smoking me like a bong. Like that's what Freddy Krueger would do. Um, and he'd say, like, this rips, and he would rip out his throat or something. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, 10 out of 10, no notes. Um, <laughs> going back to Nightmare real quick, the fourth one is when Freddy Krueger drowns a guy in a, in a, uh, you know, with a waterbed. It, like, that also involves, like, a hot 80s babe bikini, like, beer poster. <laughs> and Freddy Krueger drowns him, and he says, talk about a real wet dream. And it's, it's the, it's the fucking best. <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened like they 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 should have just packed it up after that they didn't need to do two more <laughs> like oh fuck uh, anyway yeah um and that's like the one pun jackie earl haiti also uses and it's like this is not no you guys made a fucking child molester movie like this is not the time to, to do the wet dream joke but anyway um yeah all the new additions are great there's so many fucking characters now and there weren't any major deaths unless there's an obvious one that i'm like oh yeah <laughs> uh eddie yeah which was like new. I, yeah well, are, are you saying like old tech old character deaths yeah character? from the original the original like you know from the the long-standing cast other than oh yeah <laughs> mr modine oh yeah maddie modine r.i.p yeah. did they ever explain how he didn't die the first time because i'm like how did he survive how did he die in the first place? Because I don't remember. I think the Gorg- Demogorgon got him in the first season. Because the, the first was, season, his face was like all scarred up and shit. 
um, yeah, they like in never, this season. They couldn't explain that. They had so much time. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I didn't care. I was like, Modine's back. I love it. Um, I, went, I went with Matthew Modine <laughs> and Paul Reiser, which that's me issuing a uh, uh, an apology for, for always talking about the and Matthew Modine credit being back. But <laughs> yes, uh, Modine and Reiser, they had seen, they had a lot of scenes. I like their back and forth i was like this is cool i, I kind of like that there's a history between them um, yeah i this was good retconning i thought this was like a really good use of how like, i don't i don't know if it was yes. even necessarily retcon like it may have always been their plan like the, in their like character histories and backstories or whatever but even if not if that wasn't the case i was like oh this is great for for which for which character? for like the all the eleven stuff like setting up like the upside down and I think we should talk about that. some of that because that shit was so good and it was the best use of de aging I think I've seen in a while because yeah they, they only use it when she looks in a mirror otherwise it's just Millie Bobby Brown just acting and you don't worry about it because you don't care. But they, they do it for when she looks in a reflection to show you that, like, yes, she's actually, like, she's much younger than she is now while all of this is happening. But she's playing it herself. And then they, it's when they pull back when something, like, horrific has happened or, like, for effect. That's when they'll, like, show you the de-aged, like, little kid put Millie Bobby Brown's face, like, digitally on it. And I thought that was really creepy and good and effective in a way that was, like, good storytelling. Yeah, like they they kind of just like pepper it in and keep reminding you, like, oh yeah, this is little girls doing all this shit. Like, <laughs> yep, they're they're like doing this to a little girl. <laughs> yep, um, she's in a room of a bunch of gooped up dead bodies. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh. God, there's so much to fucking talk about with the show. I, uh, I guess we, we want to go like plot by plot line because like they kind of do have they called it like the Game of Thrones season. Because it was, you know, they're like they kind of had everyone separated for the most of it, and it does end. I think like season six or seven. I can't remember which season, but it has a sim. I was <laughs> the final like scene reminded me of. I forget which season of Game of Thrones ends with Jamie and King's Landing, and then it starts to snow. That was basically how this how the season ended. I was like, oh, this is more or less like that oh, one yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, uh, let's just. I think via character is probably best. Cause eleven, cause now I'm th- I don't know personally I'm thinking about eleven right now and I thought yeah. her storyline for the most part was great. Uh, in the first couple episodes, she's basically like Carrie in like the first act of Carrie, where he, her performance and her character is heartbreaking because you realize where it's like she is, she's like hi Cooper. She like wasn't ever properly really educated or socialized in any way and now she's in a normal school without everyone else and you it like broke my heart like those scenes were so heartbreaking i thought it was it was so like effective yeah um, where she was powerless again and everyone oh god yeah everybody was like there's so many fucking stephen king like bullies in the, in the season oh yeah everyone's a fucking dick and like yeah, yeah it's like she, she was like borderline like i wouldn't say feral but like yeah probably has like no I mean, they learned a little bit, I'm assuming, at that school or whatever Modine had running on there. But, like, I mean, they obviously weren't concerned about the welfare of the kids. So, like, no, 
it's like yeah it, it is heartbreaking it's like she probably is shouldn't be there yet she should probably be with like younger kids you know and like yeah it's fucked up yeah. and it, it's like yeah everyone's kind of yeah ripping on her and it's like it's like she's just like, fuck a up come on yeah when when the one girl when she makes a, a project about hopper and, and that's her hero and then the one girl's like uh it's not supposed to be like someone that you know oh my god i was like i hate this girl she's yeah. mean and she got a roller skate in the face and i went yeah yeah and then we never she's saw that right. girl again yeah fucking right mm-hmm yeah because it was like because eh, eh, i mean they also all got like got ripped right out of california i guess uh yeah they're like yeah we gotta get them out of here <laughs> yep gotta um, get them on the road um yeah so um i guess then you get kind of get like joyce get, he gets this mysterious package she's um, got a she's getting a package saying hopper's alive and he's in russia and then fucking breck yellman mvp question mark oh absolutely <laughs> Yeah, he's making he, a meal out of most scenes he's in, and I, I'm here for it. Yeah, and he also like saves the day, also, <laughs> like a bunch, like yeah. like a, a bunch. Lot. He's he's maybe, oh my god, he's maybe he's maybe most improved. Uh, it's him and one other character who we're gonna get to who gets the most improved award this season, um, by a mile. Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Joyce's storyline, trying to get Hopper back from Russia, is great because you want to see those two together because they're so fucking cute, and you're like, oh my god, Hopper's yeah, gonna been, get one. No, no, oh my god. Yeah, they've been they've been teasing them since season one. Um, yeah, and kinda. Joyce is gonna get Harbor. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Got who got ripped in in prison? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know if he got ripped. No, I I wonder if that was like partially like Hellboy workout. Like he was, it, he was in a Marvel movie. Did you already and, oh yeah, he, that's right. I'm thinking Hellboy. He was in fucking, <laughs> but he was also he, supposed to be huge in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, he was fat in that, but still, I'm sure he got in shape because it's like, all right, you probably just like. It's probably just like part of the contract where it's like, yeah, you know, if you want to get ripped, we'll uh, we'll do that to you. It's like, All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's, he was always like a pretty like bigger guy, like big in terms yeah. of like muscular. Like he, there was probably a lot of muscle there. He's bulky. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a big barrel chested, like six foot two dude, you know? Yeah. He's like a pro. Uh, he's like a new age John Goodman type. <laughs> like he'll be your I, yeah. TV, he'll be your TV dad, but also probably should have been Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he deserves a better movie than what he got. I didn't see it, but I feel like oh, the new Hellboy. Better. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a mess. It's um, um, I read all the Hellboy comics, and it adapts basically just the third volume, which is when the narrative starts to like tie together of all the disparate volumes before, just kind of like Hellboy does this, Hellboy does that. Volume three is when they're like, all right, we're gonna start tying it together. But they rebooted it, so they started. <laughs> they started at the wrong time, so it's like, it's weird. It's a weird movie, um, super episodic. It's it's a mess. Uh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I I think the the Russian prison storyline though. I liked all the Joyce and um, uh, he's just Brett Gelman. Uh, Brett Gelman stuff, but yeah, what is I, I think is it, is it Benny? It's like something like that. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought all that stuff was good. I, I, I think it, if there was a weak link, it was that storyline. Because after a while, I was just like, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Like, <laughs> that's just my my main my main gripe with that. But it's not even like a major gripe because I, I thought that whole arc, it, it ends pretty satisfyingly. And also very similar to Black Widow where he has to escape in a helicopter from a Russian prison. But <laughs> Yeah, uh, Murray. Murray Ball. Murray. That's right. Um, He's great. Making Rosito. Risotto. <laughs> yeah, when he was doing all the Russian shit, I was like, oh, this is great. And I don't think he knew Russian beforehand, so he I mean, he convinced me. Yep. Um, so. Uh, yeah. Doing martial arts in a black belt for the kids' <laughs> class. <laughs> Fuck, that was great. Uh, that was great. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, that's the thing. There's, like, so much in this show. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like. Oh, yeah, shit. from the first from the first couple episodes too, before the real plot takes over, I'm just like, oh yeah, what about this? I mean, we got to talk about um, Will's painting. You know, remember how Will was painting? And then oh, he's like, yeah. I can't give anyone this painting until the time is right. And then he showed the painting, and it was like, hey, this is all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like uh, Lord of the Ringsy, right? It was like the D and D group. Um, yeah. I'm shitting yeah. on Will, but I think he he was the character who probably got the most shafted. But I think <laughs> I think that they're gonna have to. Um, I, I imagine for the final season, he's gonna be like a key. He's gonna be like the key to a lot of stuff um, in the in the end game for for the whole thing. Yeah, I think they're kind of teasing. They tease that at the end when he's like, "Oh, I can feel him still," and. Um, Kind of one of my predictions that didn't necessarily happen, but I think still can happen, is I think Will and Vecna, you know, they're kind of connected, I guess, at some point or what, you know, however. Uh, yeah. I think should I stay or should I go is going to come into play. The song. Uh, wasn't that from that the was, first season? Yes, because that was like a. They, they call back to it a lot in that season, and they may even in the second season once or twice. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I was like Ooh. waiting for that to come into play. Cause they do make a point to be like, you know, their favorite song is like what, you know, cause I was, I thought that's what Eddie was going to play when they showed him in the trailer. I was like, I wonder if he's going to have to like get will save will or something or I don't yeah. know. Um, no, but instead will was just like crying and like hyping up Mike the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. which like, I, cause I, it also is like will's, most likely gay that seems to be what they're like suggesting but they haven't outright said it which is one of those things where it's like just say it like because like mike in this season also feels like he has a lot less to do but i also was like he just seems kind of dumb but like so fucking loyal to his friends where i'm like i, I like him like will's the one who mentions to him that 11's not been doing well and he's like there's a problem what's the problem and he's like drops everything to be like wait no someone has a pro one of my friends has a problem like what are, what are we doing like what do we need to do and i was just like oh what a sweet boy <laughs> like yeah he he, yeah. Is, he is the heart of the crew like he 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 uh he not necessarily like doesn't have like the you know like dustin's kind of like the craftsman you know like he's kind of he's the he's rocket raccoon basically <laughs> yeah. yeah um it's getting more frog-like and abrasive but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dustin, Dustin's the best. I, he's my favorite. Love it. 
I yeah. fucking loved us. He, I, yeah. um, he's just, they're not dumb. Like, they never, they never, like, make these characters dumb for the sake of the story and to, like, advance a plot point, you know? Like, I feel like they're always making the right decisions. Exception Lucas's plot line, but he, it's about him just not understanding priorities in, in a way. It's not, it's not that he's dumb, it's that he's just, like, still figuring out himself you know yeah like he's kind of stuck between worlds um i guess yeah. too like being a jock versus like his old friends like you know being the nerds yeah uh, I-, I thought that worked it didn't feel yeah. arbitrary or anything i'm like i'm like, based off of what you're saying it's like when that's annoying but this is an example of when that's good and driving interesting conflict yes um, i think yes because um, he pretty quickly realizes that that jock the jocks suck also, uh, I want to talk about the jock real quick. Oh, dude! I <laughs> the first the first scene, I was like, "Oh, fucking these guys are great. They are fucking cartoon characters." Oh yeah, he's like he's like a fucking <laughs> ripped like twenty five year old playing like a high schooler, and he's just like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, uh, "I'm a, a somehow weird reflection of Dave Franco." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, it also works though because that like that guy was played by a twenty five year old guy in the eighties. You know, it's like yes. I'm like, yeah, this is like I I buy it. He's okay. So a couple things. He's uh, Sebastian Stan in Wet uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. <laughs> A hundred percent, right? Yes. Did you? Yeah. 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 He's, he's like, okay, I don't know, the satanic cult stuff. Also, v- uh, Vecna is um, clearly a Freddy Krueger because he's a big, goopy, globby, like, burned up monster man who, like, haunts your dreams. Uh, and also one of his hands is a big claw. Uh, and then yes. they, And he's also the son of Robert England. Spoiler alert. At, yeah. at one point, which fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. But what's the main jock's name? Jason. He's Jason, and he's yeah. all about moral superiority. He's and he attacks somebody in a rowboat. They they got them both in. <laughs> they did it. Freddy versus Jason. They did a Freddy versus Jason, and it took me a minute to realize <laughs> it. Where I was like, I was like, no, they did this on purpose. And when he died, I will get to that chunk. Oh uh, yeah. I think that that's definitely worth talking about. At you know for however long, but when he died, and it was so unceremonious, and like awesome and like shocking i was like oh fuck yeah like it, but it, it it was you almost forget about it and no one mourned him and i thought that was great but. yeah it was it was very like oh we're just kind of it's gonna be like a part of this sequence like i guess yep <laughs> yeah to, to like show you that it's like it probably wasn't just him um yeah which is crazy that 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 i we'll we'll, we'll get there it's definitely worth that, that's that's worth building up to but uh yeah all the all the main the main players were all good. I don't think we can do a full plot breakdown just because there's there's so no. much. Yeah. It, um, so 11, then there's eleven was just really good throughout. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you I, I I really liked that. Uh, uh, what's his name too? Uh, one. Um, what a creep. Jamie, yeah, Jamie. Well, because he, like, I, I don't know if it was, like, the makeup or the lighting, but, like, he went from being, like, so, like, unassuming and calm to, like, fucking terrifying. Like, when he yep. when he turns, you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think I had it spoiled that he was Vecna, and I was pretty bummed. Uh, uh, my, I didn't know, and I think 
I was finishing up the first chunk of episodes and then I was on Instagram and they showed a clip from the trailer and it was just him tumbling through the upside down dressed as an orderly and that was all I saw as I scrolled past and I was like oh fuck that just told me Vecna that was like I was like if I'm seeing a man just a random guy in that show who I haven't seen yet tumbling through the upside down and like there's lightning and shit I'm like that's Vecna yeah that's just Vecna so I, I oh well uh but yeah no he was because he seems like he's like a weird like construct at first yeah you know what i mean like because eleven's like dipping into her memories to unlock her power cooper's just making a lot of noise in this episode i'm sorry he's okay (laughs) we just moved so he's 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 used to it yeah um i'm gonna hide that toy though because i but he does seem like he's just kind of like a weird, like, construct, just candy striper or something. He's like something weird out of time. It's like something you'd see on the Umbrella Academy. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like, uh, almost like a, like a pharmacy, like a, um, yeah, like what they scoop your ice cream at the pharmacy kind of guy, you know? Yeah. 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 He's like the candy man in the beginning of Willy Wonka. Yes. Cooper is trying to crawl under my bed right now. Um, yep. Because he's looking for the toy I took from him. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't fucking know it's on my desk. What an idiot. Um, yeah, he's really creepy. And then I, I didn't realize he also did the voice. I thought there was more modulation, but it's just him. Dude, There's definitely I, yeah. some. But... I, I watched the by VTS. I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Watch out, Doug Jones. Uh, there's a new lanky guy in town that is willing to go into makeup. Uh, well, you know, there could be another one, but no one's fucking calling me. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'd be a Vecna. I'd be a... Yeah. Speaking of Doug Jones and Vecnas, and Cooper just climbed all the way underneath my bed. I'm sorry. This is... <laughs> George does that, like, every night before we get into bed. He Like, that's his little routine. Yeah, but George is the size of, like, Cooper's, like, head and neck. That's true. Oh, there's a toy under there. He got something. Good job, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Come on out. Come on, you're almost there. Good boy. He came out with a fucking toy from us. Oh, man. Holy shit, that blew me away. That blew me away. That was one of the times where he, he used, Cooper uses his arms a lot, and he was doing, like, elbow army crawling to, like, get out of there. All right, I'll play with him while we're, we're talking about this. Sorry for the audio con- content, but it's an ASMR dog podcast now. Um, Vecna, I watched it a lot with subtitles because it just had subtitles on Netflix, and they were the funniest shit in the world because anytime Vecna did anything, it would be, like, hand slithers or like hand extends wetly or it's like tentacles squelches wetly vecna reaches wetly everything was wetly and it was the funniest shit i was like excuse me i saw uh i saw a meme and it was like this is the legitimate subtitles and it was like tentacles undulating moistly yep yep (laughs) and the guy said he was like i was kind of trolling with the subtitles a little bit all right, good. That that I love that. I love that for whoever that guy is. Because like, again, if there was one that was literally like tentacle squelches wetly, and they just kept saying wetly. I was like, that's not a word. 
I guess it's like if you're trying to creep people out that can't hear it that well, it's a good way to do it because it is supposed to have an effect. And it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great though. I loved it. But that's also like if you're a sound designer designing one of these creatures, that's usually probably what your direction is. Just yeah, make them sound all wet and slimy, you know. But um, just, yeah, he's just a guy goopy and doused in KY jelly. Yeah. Just like just the way they just the way they used to do it, they're still doing it, you know. Exactly. Um, hey, K Y Jelly has been driving the effects industry since it started. I think. <laughs> very it's true. Wild. Very true. It's yeah. like the fucking Predator blood. It's it's some. It's like fucking uh, the alien goop, was always alien goop. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's great. It's it's like uh, slather the dude in some K Y. Get them all slimy. <laughs> Like Frank in uh, the quarantine. <laughs> That's probably oh, the meme. Uh, yeah. Vecna. Vecna. <laughs> around. I just want to be pure. Vecna slithers <laughs> wetly. Um, I. Okay. So Ve- let's talk Vecna then. Because we're, we're already talking Vecna. Uh, super scary and cool. My prediction was way wrong. I thought Eddie was going to be one of the kids and connected to it. I was way wrong. I'm fine with that. I liked Eddie's character just being like a kid. <sighs> Um, way more yeah he was really great um i loved his arc of always being afraid he was running away and then eventually like fighting back the master of puppets thing was so fucking stupid but it ruled so much where i was like yeah yeah i i specifically like tweeted that i was like i we need more things in movies that like don't make any sense logistically but are just rad as hell because like i don't care i watched that scene like four times after it it was great (laughs) it yeah it was it fucking ruled because it was just like the upside down already looks so metal and like trying to be scary but doing this is just like that's what this guy would want to do anyway yeah. just be like yeah he's like screw that i'm gonna play a badass solo in hell because like that's like yep. what it is you know yeah. like with like crazy hell bats flying around fucking <laughs> light red lightning it's great it's so good i was like yeah i don't want to fucking yeah. like cd play or a tape playing this i want to fucking you know come on yeah yeah he basically did oh yeah he fucking yeah bill and ted and if tenacious all right so this is the band i want i want bill and ted tenacious d and eddie eddie munson in hell uh all on guitar uh just fucking jamming out satan is a drummer yes Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah. I, I again yeah it was really dumb and like made no sense and like their plan was kind of stupid but like it's like yeah i don't care it's cool <laughs> yeah a hundred percent fucking ruled um uh let's talk vecna uh because vecna did a thing in terms of you were talking about retconning earlier and i think they did some retconning with 11 but it, i do think it made i didn't have any problems with it because i was like yeah this is a big gap in that character and what she remembers and her history and everything like that that worked for me but then vecna Vecna pulls up Christoph Waltz, and I'm I'm. What did you think of 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 the of the his his like reveal and explanation of most things? Oh, um, I was like super engaged because it was when he pulls Nancy in, right? And he kind of is like revealing it to Nancy first. Yeah, but it, it, he's also ta- like saying it to like eleven too. Yeah. Um. Where it's I, like. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say I was like I don't know if I fully understood it. I don't. I was like into it, but I was like, wait, what? Like I, I was. Oh, I, I was. I, I, I was super into it. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm like, okay, yeah. so 
I was like, it's little Vladimir Putin, little guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he was he, being because like, because my my first prediction was that the dad was Vecna, but then it was fucking Robert England. Um, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Um, and also, I guess, like, I the reason why I thought that this season was a little on the nose, and you're right that, like, the 80s things weren't, like, it was more kind of baked into it. Yeah. Um, th- I was just thinking Nightmare the whole time. and Because uh, I knew Robert England was in this show, like, going yeah. into the season. So I'm like, okay, wh- like, where is this dude going to show up and make this, like, really on the nose? And he didn't. And I then, you know, after the fact, even knowing that he wanted to be in it, I was like, okay, this this all works. This is good. He's like, hey, uh, I want to play a guy who tries to kill himself by razor blading his eyes out. How's that, Duffer Brothers? And they're like, excuse me? And he's like, uh, yeah, I got my makeup guy to do it. I'm already on set. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll... <laughs> He probably does have a personal makeup guy, right? Yeah, you got a you got an eyes guys an eyes gouged out guy, Robert. <laughs> I'm already on it. I got Burns guys for Vecna, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the um, the makeup on him was really good. That, that I watched the whole BTS makeup thing where they it's, talked about him and Vecna. That's fucking cool. Uh, I I'm gonna have to look that up. Apparently, uh, the makeup designer did like the knight's king and the green knight and some other shit and i was like yes cool he is that guy keep him working (laughs) very much like a big player in makeup right he's doing all the all the major creatures i think right now um yeah it's um vecna i i yeah i was like super engaged by that whole reveal and like i was yeah. like oh, okay this is this is cool i'm like really into the fact that it's it's simple it's weird it was weirdly simpler than i was making it out to be i think like it, it was all him you know pretty much yeah christoph um, waltz it it was all yeah. me it was me the <laughs> whole time yeah yeah there it is but it worked yeah because it it was basically like he got pushed into the upside down which was like a whole dimension he didn't understand found the mind flayer who gave him power and now he's just like in charge of the mind flayer right like well that's where i'm interested to see they kind of didn't really explain all that that's still kind of out ambiguous i think so i think we're gonna get more of that in the next season like maybe the mind flayer like brings him back to like full strength or something i don't know Um, yeah or he's just like half a baron like the baron I don't know. Um, I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> they also... They did the thing that every Nightmare on Elm Street movie does. Cooper, where'd your toy go? They did the thing where at the end of it, you can just kind of beat the shit out of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like they, they did it. They burned him up more, and they were shooting him out a window. Uh, I really wanted Steve to cut off his head, and I was like, Steve, you gotta cut off his head! Because at that point in the final episode, I was like yelling at the TV because I was so fucking into it. Um, yeah. And he, he didn't do it. He didn't listen. Um, fun fact: going back to not to go back to the Eddie guitar thing. Did I tell you this? Um, we were watching it kind of late at night, and we both kind of dozed off, and we fit like woke up, like didn't really acknowledge that either of us had fallen asleep, and we finished the rest of the episode. And I was uh-huh. like, "Wait a minute, hold on. He's supposed to play guitar. I know for a fact that that motherfucker plays guitar, and I've been like waiting for this scene the whole goddamn fucking season, because uh, I saw the trailer and I was like, if they fucking like Justice League this thing and like cut that out, <laughs> there's just a random was shot in the trailer, just of him Eddie. just like shredding, and I'm like, where is that? Like, come on. And then I was like, Gail, what happened? What? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I was like, 
what the fuck? So I had to rewind it, and I was like, did we both fall asleep for, like, the exact same amount of time? Yeah, uh, and that's the case. We both missed that whole sequence because then, like, it, it kind of kicks you up. It di- no, that's what was crazy. It didn't wake us up, but what woke us both up was when it cuts back to eleven in Max's mind because it's bright. It was really bright because it was like a daytime oh. scene in California, so that like oh. knocked us both out of it. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I was like, how did I miss? We both missed this fucking great like metallica scene yeah (laughs) very necessary thing and that was the scene where the vfx weren't finished which is why they had to delay the uh (laughs) second half of the season um is that true well they the vfx weren't done which is why they did the the chunked up version of it this boy has got the fucking zoomies right now i don't know (laughs) what it is but it's very cute um He's standing on the my bed behind me, and he keeps like sh- tapping me on the shoulder and like putting the toy in my face. And I'm like, I I got I gotta do it. Got to take care of my boy. Um, uh, but you mentioned uh, the character who had the biggest, most improved by a fucking country mile. Max standout of this whole fucking season made me cry two times at the very least. Um, mm. The running up that hill ep- episode four, she should win an award for. Uh, that whole episode made me cry. What a good uh, examination of depression um, and like trying to figure that out. Uh, her whole arc, the fallout of her brother who was the villain last season and the complicated feelings coming from that. Like you believe her the whole time and like all the, all the fallout, like she was so good at com- conveying all that. All the writing was so good. I just, I fucking great. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, it, it really was. Um, yeah, they, they handle, I was glad that they kind of didn't really brush over that whole, because it could have been very easy to just like, all right, she's fine. You know? Um, but they, they care, they care about all these characters and they care about all the things that happened. And that, that decision is, it's, it's huge where it's just like, yeah, no, she definitely hated him, but also it was her brother and he's dead because of the shit that they're involved with. Like, it, it, I don't know. It was interesting. Like, it was great. I was like, this is this is awesome because it wasn't just like one episode and then she gets over it. She never gets over it. Yeah, <laughs> and going back to that thing, I still I need to finish it. Still, like, there was a lot of great shit in like the few minutes that I watched with the Duffer Brothers, and they were saying how yeah. they had this was the first time that they wrote the full season before they shot. Um, oh, so because of the delays with COVID, so they were saying like you know, you know, it's like. You know, ble- fucked up blessing in disguise for like creatively for us where like we had more time to kind of flesh out Eddie was the big one that they said like he they really got to like write him better and um, mm. I'm assuming the rest of it probably benefited because it did I, I really I think this was the probably the most well written season oh um, yeah out of all of them and like it, it kind of shows I think that the, the extra time helped them a lot yeah and it doesn't feel like a COVID production like i don't not at all very little that i watched where i was just like i don't think these people are in the same room you know what i mean yeah i agree um yeah it it's like i i don't really i i again i I don't really have negative much negative to say either um yeah yeah the the biggest thing for me well i don't know even yeah i don't really have anything negative but the 
the ending of the season, because that two the final episode being two and a half hours, I think I definitely was on my phone a bunch through different parts. I think I was on my phone during Vecna's big explanation, and I should probably rewatch that because I remember thinking I was like, I should probably be paying a lot more attention to this. Because for the most part, the show <laughs> I was pretty zeroed in on. Um, but uh, uh, what was I about to say? But that finale, fucking so good. Um, and then the end. The last chunk, the 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 final confrontation with Vecna was fucking shocking. Like, uh, cause they kind of lose. Yeah. Like they, like the, the fact that like no one die, no one like not even that. Like they basically lose. Like they hurt him, but and they stop him for now. But like Matt, like when they started showing Max's uh, bones breaking, I like gasped. Oh yeah! I was like, I was oh, like fuck. oh fuck! I was like, I, I, I was like yelling at the screen, and then all that happens, and her eyes are all fucked up and bleeding, and then the the upside down cracks open because she dies for a minute, and I was like, holy shit! When they showed the wide shot, I was like, are they gonna have eleven turn back time or something like that? And they just don't. I, <laughs> I was like, holy shit! And then the scene of Lucas uh, screaming for help. Um, yeah i was just i was just crying i was like oh my god like that was so fucking well done i was like yeah because it's just a bunch of kids they don't they don't know the fuck's going on there's just a bunch of ghouls yeah wetly um yeah they max is the fourth kill which i was wondering if that was kind of like a four horsemen kind of thing um And uh, yeah, it like counts. Beck is like still counts. Um, yep, uh, still counts, bitches. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the he wins kind of. It, it is kind of like an empire. They they also refer to it as the empire kind of season. Um, yeah, where they lose. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, like Max is in a coma still, right? Like Eleven can't like find her in her own mind too. It's like it's like fucked up. Yeah, it was really upsetting because she was so good and just had a heart like a really upsetting year, and then it was just like things got really good at the end there, and then just oh god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry thinking about it. She was so good. That actress fucking killed it. Sadie Sink or something. Like yeah, that. Sadie Sink. Yeah, she, all the kids are so good. Uh, like, yeah, from the beginning. But yeah, she she definitely ha- she got. I think she had the most in this season too. Like. She had the meatiest part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like her, it kind of was her season, I think. And, like, yeah. she she had the most fallout from the last season. Besides yeah. Eleven, I guess, right? Like, And I also kind of like that, you know, they go back to their friendship and their connection to each other. Um, oh, that was one of the other things that made me cry. Every yeah. time that they kept going back to all their moments, I was just like, oh, my God. They need yeah, they were, each other. They were really good friends. Like, yeah, you kind of forget that. Yeah, that's why when Eleven is like, I'm gonna go into her mind, I'm gonna fucking save her, and then I, that's the stuff where I was just like, this is this is this is great, this is great. You, you I, I want more things like this, please and thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she's so fucking good. Cause then, yeah, then like the, but after it cracks open and then she's like dead, it just cuts to black. And at this point, I I was watching and I had to pee so bad, so I paused it, go to the bathroom, come back. And then it like picks up like two weeks later and I was like, and everything was just kind of normal. Everyone was like, yeah, you know, Hey, we're all back from California. Oh yeah. We're all together. 
And then they're like driving through and they're like, oh no, the upside down cracks are all still there. I was like, oh shit, no, that all, I, for a second I thought that they were going to glaze over, but they're like, nope. Yep, this is just uh, Hawkins now. Yep. Um, yeah, I I was like, oh wow, they're, they're, they're going for it. Like they're, 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 they're living with this. Um, yeah, man. I'm interested to see how, I know they're saying they're doing a time jump for the next season. I'm interested to see how much more they go into the future oh oh it feels like the next season would just pick up like it moments after <laughs> yeah i'm wondering if like i don't know I, maybe they'll do a thing where it's like like they they had like so like it starts and they're all just trying to like go about their lives and then it like something goes really wrong and then it's the season yeah a lot and someone mentioned that like they may be doing the time jump to kind of tie it to it you know like this is kind of what's hawkins is just gonna be like and it just keeps getting worse and worse and then eventually they're just like all right we gotta stop this like or vecna's finally back yeah. or something and yeah, th- yeah this was the most stephen king um season too because it's like all the like the nerd kid who had like a flashback of like killing somebody yeah while, like on his bike that's the most like stephen king shit i've uh, that that was such a Stevie's fingerprints were all over that um, in a good way I thought it was all a good yeah I, I agree I, I they're yeah they're very influenced by Stephen King and I I think like I mean shit that I, they put Finn Wolfhard in it which you know <laughs> <laughs> when, um, they de- when they de-aged him in the second oh. one it was the most <laughs> horrific thing I've ever seen um <laughs> Oh, it's God. so funny when they show clips from season one. You're just like, Jesus Christ, these kids got yeah. so old. They did, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> well, you can We already talked about this, but when you posted the meme of uh, just show Walter, <laughs> I was just like, Yep, he's basically Will. Like, <laughs> only there's 16. a lot of yeah. <laughs> I haven't had sex yet. Only sixteen. Uh, I just watched um, Dewey Cox with my family the other day, and when he's talking about how he's only fourteen, is the funniest shit that. That is a joke that never gets old for me, where it's just saying how old you are. Oh, God, what a good movie. Um, yeah, that, that movie, just knowing that like certain things are just so unbelievable, so they just keep naming it, it's so, so funny. The Beatles scene is the peak of that, where their impressions just fall apart more and more. To... Beatles, quit fighting in India. <laughs> we are in India. Because yeah, we're here. In India, and we're the Beatles. John Lennon of the Beatles, leader of the Beatles. Oh, fuck. Oh man, yeah. The um, I don't. Yeah, I guess like uh, where do you want to go from here? I don't like. Uh, yeah, the new uh, the. I don't know. Jonathan isn't. They they don't really do a whole lot with him until the end, and then you're like, oh yeah, like they, they have a good relationship still right like yeah they're cool think, right he's like we're cool right <laughs> yeah i i think jonathan jonathan's just kind of a total dud we didn't really talk about the older kids who I well that's i guess like yeah. i guess but in a weird way too he is kind of dealing with like it this whole season does kind of have them all dealing with trauma in their own ways like he's just getting high all the time yeah you know um yeah, it, it's which a is, which is a bummer in its own right. But yeah, oh yeah, it's like I don't like they they treat it like a comedy, like oh stoners and like it is, you know, it, 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 yeah. they do have a lot of good gags and stuff. But 
uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, it is totally a thing. And, you know, he's away from everyone he loves and like, he wasn't really a super social guy to begin with. So it's not like he had a huge social circle. Yeah. So now he's just got his pal Argyle. Yeah. I just think his arc was the least interesting. Oh yeah. There, he didn't have much, but yeah. But any, yeah. any of the brothers scenes I thought were all really good. And him basically like acknowledging, he was like, Hey, Will, I can tell what's going on with you. And I think I know more than maybe you realize right now, even if you're not willing to say it, but, uh, he's like, yeah, we can talk. I was like, this, this good, good, good brother scene. Um, yeah. Right there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. This season I thought was the the fucking best, and because it's it's one of those things where I just like all these characters and the world building and all the weird stuff. I just like it. Where it's like season one was like, yeah, it was really good, overhyped. Season two, big drop, I think, uh, and it also kind of redoes a lot of the same things. Season three starts to go off, do its own thing, gets better. Season four, fucking knocking it out of the park. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I think that's a that's a like again I, I guess I only would say the first one's my favorite because it's the original. But I mean I yeah. I think I was the most engaged in this season. Like the the yeah the finales the the like two finales I guess you could say the last episodes were really good. Like I was yeah. super engaged in like these reveals and you know so I was like oh, I. I we we had like a good like mood setting too. We turn off all the lights and you know it was, yeah. it was a good way to kind of get in the mindset uh, yeah. of this season. So yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it good I set. thought Steve was gonna go. I I thought Steve wasn't gonna make it. I did too because they kept setting it up and I thought I saw a post that was just R.I.P. Steve Harrington on like Instagram at one point and that's sometimes how shit gets spoiled for me. Um, which I think the same thing happened for a Thor uh, reveal, which I'm not happy about um, uh, earlier today. Um, but uh, yeah, there was a meme where it was like Dustin screaming and it just said like RIP Steve Harrington. And I, the whole time I was like, Steve's going to fucking go. And then he didn't. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they kept they ta- were- he kept talking about all the things he wanted to do in life. And I'm like, all right, he's done. He's toast. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, it's just like, Nancy, just be with Hunky Steve. <laughs> yeah, and then Jonathan hunk. comes back, and you're just like, oh, I never thought I'd be like bummed to see Jonathan right now. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's great writing. Jo- it's great writing. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this is not good for anybody right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, everyone's bummed out, but now everyone's together, which is why I'm I'm really surprised. The time jump thing's throwing me for a loop. I mean, that could be a rumor. I don't know if that's true yeah. for sure, but I, I kind of remember them being like, maybe it'll be a 90s season. I don't know. And I'm like, I, uh, just like everyone's going to be running around talking about floppy disks and flannel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Like> Pearl Jam. <laughs> um, everyone's trying to go to Seattle. Um <laughs> Uh, Nancy would yeah. be a reporter in Seattle. Let's just be real, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Nancy's great, and yeah. I like that. Some of her storyline this this season was just like Nancy. You kind of suck, and she's like, "Yeah, I know, but I'm working on it." And I'm like, "Yeah, like go ahead, Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them." Yeah, like, there is yeah. a lot of that too. Like people, like Steve, kind of acknowledging that he like 
grew up a lot since high school and like you know that's been steve's arc i feel like the last like two seasons (laughs) like i feel like it's been like hey steve you really sucked but then you turned cool it's like yeah we know that from season one that was like yeah people just didn't notice it (laughs) yeah well i mean this it must have been like kind of a hard image to get around when you're like the hot popular guy and you're like no i actually kind of like care about people too like yeah you know Especially these, like, these rapscallions getting into trouble with the uh, demons and gargoyles and whatnot. Slithering, you know, wet tentacles <laughs> slithering about. Um, Robin, Robin's great. Great addition. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I always, she's always a delight. There's a scene when they're trying to get to Robert England and she's all dressed up in like the funny outfit where she's supposed to look all academic. She's wearing like Nancy stuff. Yeah. Um, and she's really intensely talking about how she's really passionate about like journalism and like uh, mental health and like um, all that. And she's talking really frantically and like big and impassioned. And she is, she's got such Dr. Pamela Isley energy during that whole scene. I was just like, holy shit. Adam and evil right now. Um, Yeah. No, she's great. Uh, yeah, I, I did like how they split it up with the older teens and the upside down and stuff. I I, I feel like the next season's either going to be like a lot in the upside down, or the upside down's going to just like take like be like just coming through to the our world. It's going to be like something 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 like that. But I don't know. Can't wait. I don't know what yeah. it's going to be. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know either. Like, where where do they go from here? Yeah, because gonna... season season two feels like almost a benefit to the perception of the show where it's like well they just kind of do this you know they, they run around they fight a monster they kind of do the same thing i feel like that and that's i think in my mind what the show is every time it starts coming out but now i'm like fuck yeah like i don't know where this is going like this is it's fun and it's it's exciting it's not based off of anything it's just its own it's its own thing and i just like that um, yeah Oh, hey, Giorgio's saying hi. Hey. Georgie. Hey. How's it going? Um, um Yeah. Um I yeah, I love I, it 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 like I was talking were we talking about it? I don't know if I was talking to you about it, but it was how like it it it's derivative, but it's also so iconic in its own right. Like it has so many things that are distinctly stranger things, you know? Yeah. Um, like the costuming and like, you know, like Dustin's trucker hat look like that's very distinct in my opinion. And like, just oh, yeah. like, the, the, like riding the bikes with the lights on the front, um, yeah. even though it's like E.T. But I mean, now I, I kind of feel like it's Stranger Things now. But. Oh, yeah. I um this would always be an improv reference. I would drop every once in a while. I did it like two or three times in a show where I'd be like, oh, what do you guys want to do? Go ride around on bikes, solve a paranormal mystery and come of age. Uh, I always bring that up because of Stranger Things, <laughs> but I, I, I completely great. agree. I, I think it's a pa- I, I think it's less that it rips off, and it's more just a pastiche homage. But it it, it has enough of its own originality in there, more I think than people give it credit for, which I think is both a hindrance, but also kind of a strength. Now, now it kind of knows where it's like, yeah, we're gonna basically do a Freddy Krueger, but not like it. It's you know what I mean? Like it's basically Freddy Krueger, but 
you know goopier <laughs> like it's <laughs> but, it, but it works it, it all it all works it's all good yeah um, it's it's a clever retcon or like a i guess backstory to it all and it, i was like yeah this is really good yeah he even takes her down to a boiler room at one point but um, yeah yeah so yeah that's uh stranger things season four which fucking ruled i was super super into it <laughs> like as it went from from episode one i was like this is really good i gotta pay attention to this more except for the big vecna speech i think <laughs> i like paid attention pretty locked in um but uh there's a show that also just wrapped up another season um that also has paul riser in it that that's right I, yeah and, and i'm paul not gonna riser. i'm not gonna lie i think that this season I think I liked it more than Stranger Things. This season of uh, The Boys, I'm just going to go out of the gates and say, I think this might be like my favorite show on TV now. It's Uh, up there. It's It's, really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I was like, while watching the third season, I was like, I think this might be one of my favorite shows too. And it's like, cause it's not, I keep trying to like tell Gail, I'm like, it's got superheroes in it, but it's like, not that like, it's not a show about, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah, it's so much more. It's so good. <laughs> I, I have such a hard time describing it. Cause I'm like, it's a satire of like, it's a political satire, but it also is like making fun of superheroes. And there's something about, it's like making it's using the pop the biggest pop culture thing of today it's using the tropes to like comment on like this like the political world of today while also acknowledging that this is the most like popular thing in media right now and also is that a good thing like you know what i mean like there's there's a weird lot of there's a lot of layers to it and it, it yeah there's a lot of good fucking satire all the satire is good, and then ju- it's just the plotting of the whole th- of the whole show is just. I was really engaged this season in everyone's storyline, and I was like, "This show is really fucking good." What the hell? Like, I yeah, yeah this yeah this I, 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 this was more of my like phone down like end of the night like put it on and like pay attention kind of show. I don't know why. It just I think it looks great. I, oh yeah yeah it it looks great it's funny i think there's a lot of good character stuff like huey and starlight's relationship stuff this season i was like really invested in in a way where i was just like huh um black noir storyline was great <laughs> like oh, i don't know yeah I don't... Lear- learning more about him was like really sad <laughs> it was fucking heartbreaking it was, yeah it was devastating everything was like he, he had to deal with like racism and then it's like oh he's just been he has had he doesn't have a full brain anymore and just like he became the thing he didn't want to be and it's like does he even know that like yeah we don't know yeah yeah well because it is it especially when like he like writes things out you're just like oh yeah you're like oh like he just writes like a couple word sentences and it's it's yeah it's, it's like oh fuck like i i think he might be better off you know now i don't know i mean yeah not. that's even what's even more fucked up is like he may not even be dead um yep because <laughs> he especially if he could be missing half of his brain then he can be fine how he is now he's probably gonna like come back in some way because it was always a bit that he was like homelander thought he was like his best friend but then you kind of get more and more about it and he's 
I think they explain the relationship a little bit in the animated, like a little one-off thing that they did. Um, did you watch that at all? I watched the entire thing before okay. this season. Right. So they did the one kind of like a Warner Brothers, like DC kind of movie with uh, yes. where it was Homelander's backstory. Yes. And like Black Noir like helps him out of a jam. And like that's yes. how they like became best friends, and it's like oh, it was a like even still like Homelander's own like who he considers his best friend like got him out of like a jam one time like that's like how Homelander can like view a friend. Um, it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, it's 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 all transactional and like the yeah, it's it's it it's helps gross. his image. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Homelander's the scariest fucking villain on TV. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. He's fucking terrifying. Uh he scares me. Um I don't even know what to talk uh, dude, the the last like three episodes of the season, because they they've been doing it weekly, so and I think we've done like little check-ins with it, but like the last like three were incredible. That hero gasm episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. the big thing was like, alright, yeah, this one's really it's got some wild shit in it. And I, you know, the hero gasm stuff, I was like, yeah, alright, this is it's mostly just like a lot of naked people and like fake jizz everywhere, um, and then the, the the guy with the giant what's it love sausage or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he's, I love they brought him back. Yeah, and he's like he's he's like hey guys how's it going like and he <laughs> running around with his dick all burn up at the end was really funny. <laughs> but like that that was such a, like a big thing, but the amount of narrative things that like came to a head at that point was insane that episode was like that might have been my favorite episode of tv like all year uh like stranger things doesn't really count those were all movies but um yeah but like the the like a train genuinely apologized to huey for killing his girlfriend and huey just didn't know how to fucking take that i was like oh man this is good like you know like that's the whole that's from like minute five of this show's conception that he just got what he wanted from this guy like a genuine apology because he just it's just good i was like this show's fucking good and like the fight at the end of that episode was blowing my mind i was like this is so oh god yeah i I was like oh it's a hero gasm in many senses of the word um hey now yeah, it was. I was like, oh yeah, this. I, I Soldier Boy, uh, Jensen Ackles. I was like, this is just fucking perfect casting. Yeah. Um, he, There's like one point where Huey's like, dude, you have PTSD. And he goes, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I don't have shell shock. <laughs> yeah, that was, which I thought was the funniest. I was like, this is great, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Him singing on Solid Gold. I'm gonna keep referencing like all of his old commercials. Like the. Like, oh my god, so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah um yeah i i just it's all great like i, I it's all it's also terrifying because it's all like it's holding a mirror up to us kind of but uh yep. you know uh it's it's not again it's like nice to kind of have have a laugh about it all you know in these times um yeah there is something kind of therapeutic about that um also through it's just, it is like the it's like a perfect storm of like this is the perfect time to make this comic book show like to make because it, it is kind of weird because it's like it is a it's it's based on something but i don't really know how much it is based on that and like how much they're it's um pulling from it, it. it's one of those things where 
I think I think I've talked about this before where I've read the first volume of the comics at some point. I read the first like six issues or something, you know, six or so issues. And it's one of those things where it's like kick ass, um, where the kick ass movie is really good because there's also a lot of sweetness in there. It's like all demented, but there's something sweet um, in there. Like Nicolas Cage and Hit Girl is like, it's really fucked up, but it's like kind of sweet in the movie. And like um, the hero fantasy of like i want to be a superhero and then just getting the shit kicked out of you is like uh, it's kind of funny but then you know he like everything in the kick-ass movie that kind of has a sweet tinge to it in the book there's none of it apparently yeah. i never read it because it just sounds miserable um, yeah kick-ass the, the i read kick-ass it is it's more so with like the relationship stuff it's yeah. more it's rough um but yeah it, it is the movie is a lot more tame yeah, and I think that's how the the boys comic is. Where like I remember there's one where it's basically like they go to like a dorm where it's more or less like it's basically supposed to be like the X Men, and it's a bunch of like weird mutant teens, and they just they like hire a bunch of prostitutes to do a bunch of like compound V, and the prostitutes like have to do compound V in order to like be sex workers, and like that was like part of it, and it's just like them getting like like and they like talk about it where like yeah most of these women are never going to be the same like after this jesus. and it's like jesus christ it's like stuff like that like i picked the grossest example but that's like some of the shit that's in the book yeah where it's um, like in in the show they figure out a way to like i don't know do that better i, I don't know um, yeah it's not as explicit um yeah, it doesn't feel gross. It doesn't feel gross out for the sake of being gross out. I think it genuinely cares about the motivations and um, what's all being portrayed and stuff. Like it's it's. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, that's well. That's why I think the show's so successful and it works so well is because of that. Yeah. And like these characters are like they're not to be uh, too on the nose, but they are deep. Um, <laughs> Oh boy, that guy! I love. I I just I fucking love just laughing at the deep. It's just he fucking octopi just, and just fucking. He is just such a fucking clown. Like every time you catch up with him, you're just like, "What are you up to now, you asshole?" And he's he's just got such like puppy dog kind of look. That guy. Yeah. And he's just like he always sucks. Everyone knows he sucks, but they just keep him around because he's just a little bitch boy. And like that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's great and he kind of knows it but he like refuses to admit it to himself and that, i think that that's kind of like what works like his new wife his his new wife is like great and she completely rehabs his image and gets him all this good stuff and he just blows it all away like yeah it's he's like i don't need you she's like I'm, I'm literally controlling you dude <laughs> yeah and he's like no no like he like doesn't he like never understood that like yeah it's great a train at one point punches him in the gills he's like oh no fucking gill punches <laughs> like he's not that hard to beat <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> he got his yeah it's like aquaman it kind of sucks uh, um yeah yeah i uh i liked i really love day train's storyline in this yeah. season i yep. was really into that yeah um when he killed really, blue yeah sorry go ahead I was just saying when he killed Blue Hawk, I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, yeah, because uh, I thought he died from that too. Because again, it comes after he genuinely apologized, and I was like, "Wow, this came out of fucking nowhere!" And then he murdered, he kills Blue Hawk, who just 
sucks. He's racist. He's like, yeah, soup lives matter. Soup lives matter. I was like, you, I can't, I fucking hate this dude so much. Like, um, I forget who uh, the actor is. He's in, he's in Sunny. He's, um, he's, uh, fuck. He's the, uh, he's like the friend that like gets all the bee stings from Charlie. Like he had all the acne, I think. And like, he's trying to like marry, uh, I think he's in Sweet D's getting married or uh, the gotcha. witch is getting married. And like he's gotcha. like trying to marry everybody. I think that's him, right? I I, I guess I looked it up before. I just can't remember because um one of the Boondock Saints was yes uh, Bucky John Patrick Flannery. Yeah, which is like crazy. And I might be mixing up the the two of them. In he was mind, was it Gunsmoke or Gunpowder? Gunpowder. Gunpowder. That sounds right. Yeah. 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 Which that was a cool cool fight scene when they did that. All the fight, all the action scenes this season too were like out of nowhere good but also a ton of character shit going on that made them like compelling so it wasn't just like yeah. watching a bunch of flash um, it, well yeah it because like it, they he probably had a little more money probably this season i think but like yeah they're they're still like not you know playing with marvel type money so it's like they kind of have to work around that and i still think to this day like having constraints like that makes things better you know because you do have to make the drama work oh my god yeah the the season finale um fight scene with everybody when it was like just i i just kept i was on the edge of my seat just like knowing everyone's motivations and like how everyone like like where it was homelander and when like butcher and homelander teamed up at one point and i was just like this fucking rules like this is like this is so good and also something about the staging of the um, finale fight felt really epic and like scary in a weird way. I don't, I don't know why it, it like was from like a normal office into like a Fox News set. And there's something about that where I was like, this feels fucking I don't I was like, this feels important. I don't know why. But I, I thought that staging was just really, 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 really cool. Um, it it kind of well, it, it's it's small like the it's. The stakes are huge, but like the staging is small, you know. So like, yeah, I think it's better. Like it's it kind of reminds me of like when like the the my favorite bits of the like Superman two are when they're like throwing each other around in the Daily Planet, you know. Like, oh yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, you know, when it's just people getting tossed around, smashing through plaster. You know what I mean? Oh, it's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah you're right. I think the newsroom setting is kind of unsettling. The, there was something about it where I was just like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. There was something where I was like, are they going to turn the cameras on all on all this? Like, yeah, there, there was just something about that that felt, I don't know, it's like a political pundit show or something. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not going to read into it too much. I just really liked it. I thought it was really cool that it started in like a small break room and then it, they like punch out and they're just in this big set with all the American flag iconography. I was like, this is. This is fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, Maeve fighting Homelander 2 ruled where she was just, she just wouldn't stay down. And she was like clearly a better fighter, but if he gets like one hit in, like you can't really, like, can't quite beat him just because he's so fucking strong, but she knows how to fight. He doesn't really know how to fight. I don't know. It was just really interesting, I thought. But yeah, I, I, cool, because you could, there's a lot of history there. Like they, they, you know, fake dated, I guess, or I guess real dated and then fake. Did they, I think they talked about that in like the last season or something. Yeah. They, yeah. He was like her fake girlfriend, but he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't fucking know. He, he doesn't understand. He's just a fucking he's monster. A monster. 
yeah Cap- um, he captured her and was like oh, yeah we're just gonna harvest your eggs i was just like ah jesus christ that's gonna come up in a later season isn't it like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also but like <laughs> which is the 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 which is not the most important part of that but because it, it's like that's the most horrifying fucking thing to hear while you're in a prison like that from from that fucker um uh but anyway the yeah that their whole fight was great and i'm I'm glad Maeve didn't die because her arc this season was like awesome where she was like in recovery but like it was also like eh, kind of in recovery like she was like <laughs> wanted everybody to think that she was more fucked up than she was i don't know i thought that was really cool but yeah yeah, I I like kind of I I kind of smiled at her kind of ending. I guess I'm I'm sure she'll still be in the show, but like, yeah, I don't know. She could also not be in the show. I guess. Um, uh, yeah. I yeah, Anthony Starr is great at acting. Um, <laughs> he his like micro expressions are so good. Yep. Um, like he's he's so good with his face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a smile, man. It's everything. It's like. He, yeah. When he like at the I guess at the end when he fucking zaps that guy that throws the thing at his son, mm-hmm. um, he like he like smiles and his like lips go out really quick like oh, holy shit like I just got away with that but he, it's like so subtle and so quick like it's it's great it's like this mm-hmm. dude is so good with his face yeah um, yeah it's yeah that whole ending too was like oh Jesus <sighs> Christ like fucking todd fuck todd he's the worst he's the worst yep. i cannot wait for that dude to die yeah yeah <laughs> yeah mother's milk don't feel bad about uh fucking yelling at that dude like like gives a shit uh, that, I, that's i loved his storyline too though because you're like he, he, he's gotta do the right thing for his daughter you know it's like shit you know, yep. he's he's right <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna do him any good by like doing that at least in his daughter's eyes because she just wants everyone to get along like any kid does yeah but so. when when like the stepdad is like literally take like it, it's everything philosophically that he doesn't believe in he's like yeah. okay there's there's a line here and like you don't know how actually dangerous this is um that's the that's yeah that's a shit where it's so good again it's all it's so good mother's milk coming out of nowhere to put the um poison gas onto a, a soldier boy too i was like i got really hyped up or i was like fuck yeah it's him doing the the finishing blow i thought they were gonna kill him but um they basically just like knocked him out but still yeah that they, fucking they put him on ice for the finale okay <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i mean i i feel like he's got coming back for something right like, yeah probably next season yeah i yeah. you can't not he's, he's so good yeah, but he's also one of those characters where I'm like, ah, they'll have to do it sparingly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't hate if he's not back, but... Yeah, well, because also he's Homelander's dad, so Homelander's probably just going to, like, take him at some point. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be something... Like, he's going to have some weird shit to work out. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, because it's Hopefully also, they... like, who had a say in that either? Like, did Soldier Boy even have a say in if he was going to have a kid, you know, like there's that whole thing too. Cause it's like, yeah, Vaughn's really the enemy here. Like, yeah, they're, they're the ones that are fucking doing all this. Yeah. No, it's all, <laughs> it's all them. Um, uh, uh, speaking of Vaughn. All right. So I got to comment on this cause this almost made me cry. The, so I've talked about, I, I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but there Ashley's uh, thing this whole season uh really is upsetting where it's, oh yeah 
the hair thing because I was just I, I feel like I've talked about this before where I I've I, I have a hair pulling thing where it's always just kind of being been an anxiety kind of kind of thing uh, and I've never seen it portrayed in media until like the last like two or three years and it was it's in like several things like pen 15 had it a little bit this show has it and I feel like there's like a there's like one or two other shows that like had something like that but when ashley took off her wig in the final episode i I started tearing up where i was just like oh god like sweet sweet ashley who's who you'd think is a cusack because she's got big joan cusack energy but she's not i i I looked that for a few seasons right i've been saying for a few seasons because i googled it in the first season and there's there is a cusack who's in season one at least but that's it's not ashley and that blew my mind where i was like are you kidding me like i need to tell everybody um, um yeah when when homelander was like take off the wig i was like oh no that's that's not because she there's like one scene that earlier in the season where she just fucking rips out like a chunk when she yells um, at a-train <laughs> yeah it's like mostly played for like jokes but then at the end yeah. it's just like oh god it's like you're killing yourself like for what and now and like she can't get out that's why you know what i mean like she's yeah it's she's totally whatever trapped to... by homelander yeah, whatever power she can exert over herself or anything else is, yeah. Um, and she has her own Ashley too, which I, I was. It's the thing. It's really funny where that just like happened. She just shits on that Ashley just to shit on an, an Ashley. It's 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 great. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, the, it's just a good show. <laughs> There's very few things about it where I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's all really good. Um, yeah. uh, who else? Huey, Huey, and I liked Huey and Starlight and like the butcher. That that all thing with like them taking the temp V was I I I was into that whole plot line and how yeah I when Butcher like punched Huey out, I was like, I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> yep, I was yeah. like, he's. He's still looking out for him, even though he doesn't say it, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the previous episode, we he, like, basically is just like, I think Huey's my little brother, and I gotta, I'm gotta i always trying to save him now. And then at the end of that episode, like, you see that Butcher doesn't tell him that, like, the temp V might kill him. And I was like, oh, shit, he's just going to go have them both kill, kill themselves just to, to put an end to this. And, yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice moment to show that he's like, no, nah. he's like, no, nah, mate, I care. Where am I Boy. from? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think he's I now? Yeah, he's got a life. He's got a death sentence now at the end of that uh, episode. He's uh, yeah. got like, what, 18 months now? So he's probably just going to go all out. Yeah. It's going to be scary. He's just going to balls to the wallet. Oh, is Cooper getting Nancy? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's barking, he's barking at something. Who knows? It's probably nothing. Um, yeah, no, I'm curious what they're going to do. And I like, I wouldn't be surprised if they kill off Butcher. But, like, I don't know what you would do with that. Because, like, Homelander's just... also Because Homelander's also now... Like, he's like, oh, I can kill people and they, they love me even more. So, that parallel... The parallels between the two of them is, is also good. Fucking terrifying. For the impl- a lot of people are complaining. We're complaining about the finale and how everything kind of hit the they kind of hit the reset button on a lot of things. Um, which mm-hmm. I, I I guess to an extent, like yeah, I mean, some things are kind of back to where they were. But like Homelander is in a totally different place now. I think 
Oh yeah. You know, like in terms of his power and like how he perceives his power. Yeah. Um, season in between. I think I feel like the end of season two is more of a reset than this. Yeah. In like a lot of ways, where it was just kind of like it just like set up a new status quo in like the last like two minutes. This is more just like this was like they had some sort of victory, I guess, but then it doesn't matter because now Homelander's just like he's he's just pushed out everybody. He doesn't he doesn't give a shit anymore. Like he he doesn't care. He's like, all right, I, if I kill people, they love me more, and it's like, no, no. Is it yeah. crazy that like? Right wing people. This it, it took until this season to be like, wait, the Homelander's the bad guy. <laughs> wait a what? 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 Wait a minute. Home, wait, what? <laughs> what? We watched. We've been watching a lot of crawl show lately. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Him and Jen, Jenny Slate, right? <laughs> oh shit! That's the biggest movie of the summer. Marcel. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to cry so much. I can't wait. Um, I can't even watch the trailer without tearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the come uh, take me home. And I'm just like, oh, God. Speaking of Jenny Slate, we just rewatched Everything Everywhere last night. It's great. Well, um, do you have anything else to say about the boys before I bring up this anecdote? Um, I think uh, the Stormfront stuff was very uncomfortable. Um, Holy I, shit. Uh, I forgot about that. That was wild. That was crazy. They brought her back for like those two episodes. I was like, oh my god, she's like, alive. <laughs> yeah, that that was some of the stuff like narratively where I was just like, this is uh, this is incredible. Um, but also, holy shit. And then there's the they keep talking about the storm chasers are like her, like acolytes. Yeah, uh, there was a, a a thing I saw in the finale where it was just like storm chaser who accused like Starlight of like child trafficking convicted sex offender <laughs> was like what the chevron said on, on the news and i was like great <laughs> like right like yeah. uh, more projection um yep yeah uh <laughs> uh yeah the fucking right uh extreme right winger is not realizing that they're the butt of the joke is hilarious um and yeah. amazing that they took them that long um, and a lot of them don't think Stormfront or uh, don't think Homelander's a bad guy uh, either. So, yep. Yeah. Good media literacy. Literacy in general, in a lot of different ways. It's <laughs> always that, Yeah, that, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do like, though, that the show, it's like, it's, it's a take, to, it, it's, uh, Homelander's definitely more like extreme right wing, but then it is, it's critical of both sides in a way that, doesn't feel like it's a like it's not like equating both things as just being like horrible you know what i mean like it feels it does feel like it makes fun of like extreme left and right ideas um and political leanings in a way that like works you know what i'm saying i don't i'm not smart enough to talk yeah about well because like because but... like victoria newman's like the aoc stand-in and obviously like yeah her whole thing now is like she's running with the president yeah the, the 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 deep he was like wait you want me to do what but that could be like treason then he assassinates a vice presidential candidate and it's like okay i can't wait to see that fallout in the next season for the deep yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and homelander just completely throw him under the bus oh yeah because um, he doesn't give a shit 
Um, oh, Homelander wanted them to kill the vice. Yeah, Homelander's Trump, but like he wanted him to kill the vice president, and then he did. Great. Holy shit! And he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue, and well, yeah, that one I I put I haven't put that together, but like I didn't put Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't put the some because. Yeah, the sh- yeah, shooting the Fifth Avenue, but like, yeah, the show is on the nose a lot of time, but sometimes it it slips slips under mine. God damn. Yeah. Fucking vice president. <laughs> Holy shit. Cuz this yeah, this would have been before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Contam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good show, right? Like <laughs> love it. That's that's the thing. it's so hard to sell it to Gail cuz I'm like you're probably going to like fucking be like, "Why am I being reminded about all yeah, but but that, I I think it's it it uses all of that, but then it's telling its own other narrative about like the conflicts of like it's it's a it's a show about power in a way that like that's always like a I feel like a vague thing, but I don't know. It's about like media power, like consciousness, like power, pop culture, like how all of those things kind of interact and intersect. Um, mm-hmm. It's a yeah. hard sell, but. I think it's one where, because I, I was talking to my family about it at some point. I was just like, it's so good. I like, I don't, I can't describe it well because it'll sound like it's like about these guys that are trying to kill all these superheroes and they got to figure out how to kill them. And it's like, yeah, that's like the smallest part of it at this point. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's so good. Yeah, I, I truly think it's like one of my favorite shows at this point. Um, <laughs> Seth Rogen is canonically that uh, guy that uh, great is jerking he, off to he, uh, can, he confirmed that great that he was playing himself he's like oh yeah. no oh, i'm coming oh. <laughs> oh fuck well that's the best um so good yeah 10 out of 10 no notes uh i was gonna watch um rewatch everything everywhere all at once either last night or the night that i moved but i moved Saturday. Today's Monday. Saturday night I finished The Boys and then it was late and I was like, oh, I'm too tired. I was going to do Batman or everything. And then last night I was like, oh, I'll watch a movie. Huh? And then I watched something else, Sean. <laughs> I didn't watch everything everywhere all at once. And I didn't watch The Batmans, which was what I told you and Phil I was going to watch. <laughs> you know what I said? I said, fuck you, it's Moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the moon. That's what uh, a spaceship is painted to say i, I yeah I, that's why i kept saying it <laughs> <laughs> hey wait have you seen moonfall or did you No, just i just know that it? that's a thing in the movie <laughs> i know There's that a... they changed it to screw the moon in the trailer and that in the real movie it says fuck the moon and i was like that's great and someone says fuck in it like they get a lot of fucks in maybe they're getting a little looser with the because there was another pg-13 movie that had a couple f-bombs in it recently yeah but I, is moonfall I, pg-13 i i mean it could be moonfall is know. like it's like a Schrodinger's movie. Like it both is and isn't PG thirteen, and, and I'm like, you both <laughs> should and shouldn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> like, like every scene feels like it both does and doesn't exist in a place, and it like could be the middle of the movie or it could be the start. Like it's a real slippery one. It's a weird movie. <laughs> it is PG thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, it did have the greatest cinematic line in all of history, um, which is, we uploaded your consciousness. You're part of the moon now, which is what? one of the last things that's said in the movie. I'll spoil it. I don't care because that's the craziest oh. shit in the world. We've, um, up- we've uploaded your consciousness, Sean. You're part of the moon now. 
Um, the first part of trivia, the, I'm really looking up the trivia on IMDb. The first bit, uh, just to tell you how this concept got started, where this uh, little uh, pic- motion picture was uh, gestated. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea from the, for the for the film emerged during Independence Day resurgence, and the script was written across four years. I fucking knew it. This movie was just made out of recycled. God damn it. It's all recycled ideas from Independence Day Resurgence. It is. It's like there's a weird... Like, Independence Day Resurgence is like there's another alien species out there that we gotta help. And they definitely just had leftover concept art from that. And that's what they used for the moon. And then in Resurgence, a big spaceship is coming. And then, like, gravity gets all messed up. And that's all this movie is. It just feels like leftover CGI from that. (laughs) But looks worse. (laughs) Oh, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. That that confirms fucking everything. Oh, man. It even ends the same way when they're like, all right, let's get started. <laughs> it's like, you're part of the moon now. And then he's like, okay, time to get started. Get started on what? Directed by Roland Emmerich. <laughs> God damn it. Moon business. They should have zoomed in onto the moon into a big crater. And then zoomed in, and like there's sparks and stuff, and then the crater opens up, and it's a big eye. <laughs> and it goes. I've been itching to watch that, and depending how the move goes, still, I'm, I might throw that in one of these nights. But hey, you got me the 4K. Maybe I'll throw that in too. We did a, got- we did a commentary on that, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, we did. Um, yeah. Um, I got nothing else. Uh, it's late here. <laughs> All right. I'm a sleepy yeah. guy. I know. But it's like 1130 your time, so we can end this. We can, we yeah. Call it I gotta, we, did a, we did a good talk. Yeah, dude, because all this stuff was, it's all good. Like, I feel like we weren't it hypercritical is. about anything, but I'm also just like, this isn't, I got everything I wanted out of these properties, and then a little bit more. And that's sometimes all you want. I agree. A lot of good, thrilling shit. Shit I've never seen. And great. I mean, the main thing is, like, good character work. And then when it gets to spectacle time, they, they fucking earn it, at, like, with, with both of these things. Yes. Um, and that's all I want. I want earned spectacle stuff. It is doing what I think Marvel is currently not doing well. And most movies, I think, right right now. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I will leave you with that. Are you seeing Thor tomorrow? You, you confirm Thor tomorrow? Yeah. That was, yeah. This was my most distracted episode of the podcast so far, where I bought tickets and had to play with my dog for a bunch of it because he was freaking out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Couldn't even tell, buddy. Great. Good. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, seeing Thor tomorrow, and then hey, we might do another record this week, and we're gonna go from there. Hell yeah, brother. Um, yeah awesome this was a good talk yeah um thanks everybody for listening like rate yeah all that stuff uh at sean and andrew talk about movies on instagram uh we also got an email sean and andrew talk about movies at gmail.com you can email us some shit i don't know say hi yeah upload your consciousness so you can become part of the podcast maybe maybe Um, i was thinking about making a letterboxd account for our thing maybe we could follow us on that i don't know that might be a thing be a fun little thing to do Ooh, or like a group or something where it's like stuff we're watching yeah i gotta, I gotta get back into adding stuff on there 
I was I really good about it, and then I dropped off, and then I'll I do know. like eight at eight at a time. Then... Uh, I do have. I didn't put anything on my Thor review, but I did put my star rating. So if you don't want to see that, you should probably not open Letterbox. I don't know if you follow me yet, but I don't know if we do. We might. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'll let you go. I know it's late, so. Yeah. Thanks for listening to uh, the Pal Pod. And um, <laughs> like always, have a, have a good night. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.